season two, episode one. Previously, motherfuckers. Previously on last season of the Mike PC show, man, what would you if you had to fuck an animal? What would you fuck? Whoa, do you think aliens have statutory rape? So I worked at Dolly Parton's Dixie Stampede, and it was kind of racist. When I come, it's like lava, Mike. It doesn't shoot all out. I'd fuck a whale. What a fuck. Congratulations <laughs> if you made it this far down this fucked up rabbit hole. You are proudly listening. Turn it loud and be very fucking proud. Bump that shit at your job. You can Season find another two. one. Fuck them. They didn't love you. Mm-mm. That bitch, if she don't let you listen to this shit in open air areas, fuck her. Truckers, if the runaway that you have in your passenger seat to keep you awake doesn't want to listen to this anymore, fuck fucking make sure they never find that body. Yeah. Guys, uh, we just uh, did a... A member's weekend, which if you've been listening, you probably should know by now what the fuck it is. And however, this is the one this is the one episode I feel like I wish this was live so we could read a chat room and see what the fuck they're saying. Cause I I don't know about you, Miguel, but I got drunk, drunk, drunk. Oh, I, we I got blacked out. Drunk, blacked out to the point I watched the last episode. I won't I, I refuse to watch it. Well, it was hard to even find clips for it because it's just so much like there wasn't a point to chop because we went on. But I told I told Chris and Steven the last 10 minutes of the podcast didn't play out in real life like they did in my mind. Like, it was a shit show. So it sounded, it was, you remember it being better, but oh, then it wasn't as it, good? It didn't, no, not that. I just remember us being a lot less drunk. Like, I remember us being kind of coherent and everything. And wh- this is the thing. It didn't sound like we were wasted. It looked like we were wasted. So if you're a member of MyBeast.com, not only do you get to come to these parties, uh, we're going to be doing a live podcast every fucking member's weekend. Miguel's like, fuck. Dude, I, I had a blast. He's like, like uh, I, I can't think of an excuse fast enough to cancel n- this. No, we're going to have to do it. But watch it. <laughs> if you're a member, do yourself a favor. Watch the live members podcast. And then kind of. tell me what happened because I don't remember. I, I and, remember crying. I remember being like emotional. I was I got goosebumps at least four or five times. You pissed twice, <laughs> did I? Yeah, twice during it. You pulled the bucket out, and you pissed one time like fifteen minutes and into it, it. And just unlike the other fucking uh, drunk motherfuckers, you probably hang out with guys. When I fucking said it, I motherfucking meant it because I I don't regret anything I say when I'm blacked out. I, I fucking I felt I just know that I felt everything inside of me. It was magical. It's also been it, it's it's been since tour. Honestly, this is how long it's been. It's no, it's been since like. I'm trying to think. It's been at least a year since me and you have been blackout drunk together. Because one of us has to be the adult. And, and, and that sucks. I, like, generally, I, I'll take that role. But this was nice. It was nice. And it got done at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning. Well, it went to 5 a.m.? It was, like, yeah, 5 a.m. We started wow. at, like, 2.30. And then, well, probably because it took like two hours to get everyone to shut the fuck up. There was at least one or two girls in here like, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, shut the fuck up. It, it got to a point, though, where I, I know in the middle of it that I could tell listening to me, I was using all the strength I had to remember what the fuck was going on in here. Right. Miguel's like, Mike, Mike Busey's powers are, hey, they're overtaking me. Yeah. I'm losing track. Yeah. I don't remember what we're saying. And there's a fuck, p- we're not completing the story. There's a part, it's about an hour and 20 minutes into it where they, where they start pouring. This more, liquor! They're, they're pouring more fireball down my throat, and I'm like, I don't, 
I don't know when this is gonna end or how. Miguel's like, fuck it, two hours, make it two and a half. I don't care. Miguel, spring break. Miguel, gone wild. It was it was a good time. You were throwing the Crown Royal bottle around trying to break it at the end of the podcast. Mike. Listen, I was so high. I do remember being so high on life, and I feel sorry for every episode when we have a really good show. I'm always, like, really, really, like, passionate with Chris. I'm just like, Chris. Tell me one motherfucking podcast is better than ours. I'll fucking smack the shit out you, boy. <laughs> I'm like backing on the corner. He's like, I just want to go home, Mac. I, I want to sleep in my bed. I'm like, no, tell me the, tell me how goddamn good that podcast. I felt the energy in me. It's going to take me night. And normally when we're fire, it takes me. I don't go to bed till like 9 a.m. So if this podcast is good, just know wherever you are listening to it, wherever time this show finds you, that I love you. And you know what I do like? Is that when people are messaging me, he's like, hey, man, I just got through the first three episodes. Holy fuck. Are you okay? Like, <laughs> or like, they're like, hey, man, I'm fucking episode 20. Holy shit. I can't watch them fast enough. And, and just the interaction, literally every, every, not a day goes by that someone, we won't tell you what episode, but it happened in season one. One of the episodes, one of the 30. See, it doesn't sound like season one. We should have done that a long time ago. But yeah. See, Miguel, I would have ended it at a rounded number, like, you know, like 24 or something. 34 is a rounded number. I don't know. It's, I don't like the three in front of him. It gives me bad vibes. <laughs> I would have been like 44 or something or 50. I don't know. Anyways. That's a year almost. <laughs> yeah, season one, 52 episodes. Season no. <laughs> now we'd be like, hey, so what, what episode's your favorite? Well, I like season two, episode four. It was really good, but not comparable to season one, episode 13. When fucking Miguel gets takes his first shot of Patron live on air, it was fucking groundbreaking. It was it was good. It was it was a little. I worry whenever we're doing this podcast, like right now, I'm looking at your crown bottle, and at a certain point, if we start the podcast and you're already underneath the word that says Crown Royal, I'm like fuck. I do remember the last podcast as you were talking. I would just grab the bottle and then I would look at our monitor in front of us, and I would see Chris quick with it. He'd go he'd go back to me like do 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 do. Guzzling up. I would see it, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Who, I, I strongly believe listening to it's great, but I think seeing it and hearing it is even better. Well, that one, if, if, if you want to watch one of the podcasts, watch the Live for Members Weekend one, because that was a complete shit show, and it was well worth Visually, it, it's one of the most interesting ones. I feel like it was like a really fucked up press conference. Yeah. That yeah. was involving a lot of goosebumps. Like a CBA basketball team, just like, hey, listen, we're just here to have fun. Yeah. Well, um, now we have something, something we do is Chris always takes notes. He's always like, hey, these are the things I want you guys to talk about. Or He's good said, at that throughout the week. But we'd never cover any of the things Chris wanted to talk about, like that he brought up that we should Because here's up. the deal, and Stephen will, will uh, and I'm sure the rest of us in this room, um, we got Rowdy Robin here and Blondie's in here. Blondie looks bored as fuck. She's like, ah, right. Doc Blondie, I don't know if you guys know Doc Blondie. She's super They know hot, who Blondie is. Super they hot this pharmacist shit. with her doctorate. Oh. She got some juice in her poop, man. Oh. That, that butt looks like half a blow pop. Man, it is, it's, it's fire. She got a thorax like an ant. Oh, uh, but she definitely knows she's better than us. But she likes slumming it, kicking it with us. She's like, she goes into work. She's like, do you know I hung out with the commoners this week? She's like, oh my god, they were just. You know what they do? They fucking talk on talking podcasts with math behind them. I don't know who has the juice of your ass, Rowdy Rob or her. Rowdy Rob. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Rowdy Rob got a Texas ass. That ass was made in the Bucky's. Okay. <laughs> Fuck, he's got extra poultry fucking injections in his ass. Yeah, Rowdy Rob's ass looks like you could open bottles in it if you didn't have a bottle opener. You just put it right in the toot, just 
right, ready to roll, yo. Blondie's ass, though, I'm going to tell you this much. Because Rowdy Rob's ass is sculpted. Like, Blondie's ass is succulent. Like you want to you want to put your hand in and squeeze in it and it's like it's like yeast rolls and stuff. But Rowdy Rob's ass that is all muscle. Like you won't even enjoy how break that dick Rowdy right Rob's. off. Oh yeah, uh-huh. you ain't coming to this backdoor bar. If you stick your dick in Rowdy Rob's ass, it'll Snap. turn into a diamond with all that pressure. Fucking Medusa, <laughs> your dick turns into stones. Yeah, pass those juicy buns. Whereas whereas Doc Blondie's booty, like at first it's gonna be hard to get through the foyer. But once you push through, like you could tell, like that's a big entertaining room in a big space. Mm-hmm. Rowdy Robbie's ass lets you, if you looked at Rowdy Robbie's ass, you'd think he could leap buildings. And if you <laughs> Yeah. And if you looked at Doc Blondie's ass, you would you would know that like God made seven great white asses and hers was the eighth. He didn't finish, but he was there. Yeah. Like, yeah, like she makes thongs disappear. It's hot in here. We 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 uh we turn off every fucking refrigerator it is not hot in here guys i want to let you know that the minute the ac shuts off it is 74 degrees uh it's not hot at all the minute mike hears beads of sweat rolling on my ass crack right now the minute mike hears the ac turn off he's like oh my god guys it's fucking hot in here it's like sweat rolling it's like the movie total recall when they turn the guy turns the air off and they (laughs) also are like they're all fucking (laughs) melting and dying and shit that's how i feel the moment someone turns off the air or a fan, I'm like, what y'all do that for? We're all going to die. <laughs> just no! sweating. And then he tried to blame it on, out of everything. Mike tried to blame it on the captain's hat he's wearing. I'm like, we, we, fucking Steven's like, that's that diabetes. Mike's like, no, no, it's this, it's this hat. No, it is. This <laughs> captain hat fucking be fucking me up. You know, I didn't I didn't feel like putting gel in my hair. You know, I just got out of the pool. I just, I washed my hair, you know, fucking, you know, fucking, I didn't feel like fucking. Doing it up, so I fucking put a captain's hat on. It's, it's whenever you see the captain's hat hat on when you're watching the show because you're a member of MyBC.com. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for supporting us. Um, you'll fucking know that I did not give a fuck about doing my hair that day. And uh, the captain's hat is the signal that he just phoned it in. Yeah, but I'm like, wait, a minute. I'm I'm very superstitious. I'm like, did we have some really good podcast with that captain's hat on or no? And then you like, are very superstitious. On so stuff. superstitious. I'll tell you some of my superstitions. I. Never, ever, ever put my shoe on or sock. Always has to be left, left foot, foot first. first. I remember you telling me that. Always. Is it is it superstition or OCD or a combination? I think it was superstition at first, and then the OCD. They're like, "Hey, I'm I'm OCD. Nice to meet you. I'm superstition." And they like <laughs> started getting drunk together and hanging out in my mind. I'm like, no, there's a party in there. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. So yeah, I'll be when OCD meets superstition, you are fucked. Yeah, I have like all, I like very procedural, like, okay, I'm going to get up, I'm going to do this, da, da, da. and I have like a whole method to like getting right, like before a show, you know how I like incense, yeah. the yeah. candles, I don't want to hear some dumb, annoying stripper like, hey, my like, favorite thing is we were just talking about this, guys, there are people that Mike, uh, their faces aggravate him, Yes, and it yes. makes him mad, and he's like, I can't look at her right now, her face aggravates it's me. Normally, it's normally a girl. And I'm like, great body, fucking love it. But her face aggravates the fucking shit out of me. You fucking aggravating ass face, and bitch. It fucks I hate with it. his mood hard. Yes, because I'm like, ugh. There's this girl. <laughs> there's this girl that came to the last two parties we had here. She came to the last members' weekend, and then she came to kids' day. And I looked at her every time I looked at her, she had like a shit face. I'm like, ugh, bitch. What the fuck's wrong with you? Like. You're at like fucking goddamn Disney World, bitch. Put a fucking smile on her. Get the fuck out. I, I literally sit her, watch her out by the cabanas, like her arms full, like, hm, hm. 
I'm like, ew, what are you doing? Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> ew, what are you doing? <laughs> ew, what are you doing? Aggravating ass face, bitch. I, I, don't, I, I wish I could tell her name, but I don't know this bitch's name. I fucking hate this bitch. What is one of your superstitions? I want to punch a shark in the face now. What is one of your superstitions that you know is stupid, but you're never going to stop doing? <sighs> oh, man. There's a few. I've been collecting my toenails and fingernails since I was, like, since 1996. God, that's so gross. They're all in a bag. That's so gross. I've only missed a couple little trips, maybe, like, two or three. Does it fuck with you when you miss them? Yeah, because I'm like, man, I remember we were in California, and I was at the hotel, and I had to get ready, and I just, I got lazy, and sometimes I'll throw them in my, my suitcase, and I'm like, <laughs> I know I'm not going to find them in oh, here. Oh, fucking TSA must have a blast with that. Yeah. Well, TSA definitely has a blast, because normally I'm traveling with strap-ons and dildos and And do you shit. bring your bag of toenails with you when you travel, or do you just No, if, if, if unless I'm going on an like, extended trip, like a tour, I'll keep them with me. And it's like, a, like you think about a fluffy pound of weed bag, that's what his toenails look like in there. It's a large uh, It's since 1996, bag. so that's yeah. 25 years almost of toenails? Yeah, I used to keep them in a, a like a bright orange pog container, you know, little pogs. But then it just got too big. Yeah, it got too big. I outgrew. But here's what's weird. I don't think. I here's think what's weird. They're magic fairy dust because they, they disappear. Eventually, it biodegrades and it literally starts to smell like old newspaper. <laughs> and everyone's like, hey, bro, you want me to put some of my toenails in there? I'm like, no, these are mine. Back up, bro. Wait, and I also so- have a very, 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 very uh, strong purpose for it, but I can't tell you what it is. Let me ask you this about why you can't tell. And I'm not gonna. I, I've known you for years. You've never told me. So wh- everyone's asked. Why me. can't you tell it? Is it something that you feel like if you tell it, it's gonna lose the magic, or is it just that stupid? Like, what? Are, where are you at with it? I'm superstitious. You're super. So you can't tell me. So let me ask you this: Was there something that triggered it in like what 95, 96? Yeah. When you were kid? Something triggered it. So something, before that, you didn't do it. Something came to me and spoke to me, and. I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. And I did it, and I'm still alive. So, so far, so So this good. is one of your things to stay alive. I'm not. To an extent. Because here's the thing. It, I know it's, you got to lo- It's like, uh, I don't know if the Lord of the Rings. I haven't watched all the Lord of the Rings movies, but I'm sure one of the movies say, hey, if you tell them, then, then it, doesn't, it doesn't happen. No, so. that's not in any of the movies. But, okay. Okay. Well, somewhere we in some movie with a midget and a robot says, you can't, I can't tell you, or, or, or it'll fucking, the universe will explode. Well, I'm glad you're holding the universe together with your stank-ass old newspaper to- toenails. Hell, yeah. Um, I got way more. How do you, I don't know why I'm not thinking of all how that do you, How do you bring that up to a girl? Like, wh- at what point did you tell it to Courtney? I didn't. I just break it out. And then they're like, <laughs> oh, my God, what the fuck is that? And they, some of them, they freak out. If, and then they're like, oh, my, what the fuck? And by this time, they've already seen my penis and my fucking ass. So they're already disgusted. So it normally warms them up to After the moment. After a girl's seen my dick, I'm like, Pfft. I meet my parents, and you know all my shame. You know. <laughs> How long do you um, wait to take a shit in front of a girl you're dating? It's a weird one. It just depends on the girl. All right, what, what about farts? When when do you should have just fart all over your bitch? If it, 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 I'd say once you're dating, once you know that you guys. How are long, together, Miguel? We want to know. No, no, no. Once I'm dating a girl, it's it's pretty easy for me to do any of that. Well, it's when how, we're just hooking up, 30 and days? seeing each other. No, Sixty days? No, I mean I can do it. once once we're officially. I know she's at my house every day. We're fucking kicking it. Then it's like time to let loose. It's that period where she goes home. When she goes home, still, that's when you're you're like you keep secrets. It's when she starts staying with you that you're like you need to know this. I got sleep apnea. I'm gonna die seven times tonight. So you need to be ready. I had a girlfriend um, that I dated for a while. And uh, I remember she farted on accident. And then I said, did you just fucking fart? He started crying. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. 
I was like, and then I started like getting more worked. I'm like, whoa, you just farted. Now you're crying. What the fuck? And then it made it worse. And um, that was the last time I ever heard her fart. <laughs> Farting, man. Hey, listen, man, listen. If a guy farts in front of you too soon or if you ever hear your girl fart, there's that's not good. It's not a good sign because that shit, that's like, that's like taking the magic right out of the bottle. I was like, whoa, okay, we're, we're, we're going here. And I just I think some things need to be romanticized. I don't think you need to be farting. You're very you're very. A girl very doesn't like, be farting in front of you for a good year. You're hallmark romantic on so much. I am, shit. man. I fucking cry. So I'll be watching. I listen. I follow pug pages on Instagram, <laughs> and there's this lady who fucking posts. She was showing a video of her fucking pug dying in the fucking the veterinarian office, and I'm like sob sobbing, losing control. And I'm like, I don't know this lady. I don't know this pug. I just seen this post, and why am I crying? <laughs> it got me all fucked up. I don't. I don't like to see animals suffer. It sucks. Do you like? Okay. Unless they're like an asshole animal. Now I'm like, fuck you. You had this shit coming. <laughs> There's this child that bit me in this foster home. It bit me around my left hand, and uh, it, it died. It died years later. And I heard about it. I was like, oh, oh, ain't that a shame? Hmm. And I was fucking rejoicing because that motherfucker bit me. And he, he had what's coming. How, like, here's the deal. You got this image. You got this outside image where people see you. It's all rock and roll and shit like that. But then you got this interior image that people that know you know that you're real soft on some shit. Like, some things. You're, like, you're a romantic. Like, you want everything romanticized. How, uh, how hard is it for you, like, when you're hooking up with girls, that when you start liking them and they, to show them that, like, romantic side? Because a lot of these girls meet you and they don't know that's what they're going to get. Some of them meet you and I know that they want to have that like, oh, you know, like, you know, good, he's not going to be a pussy. But lo and behold, they spend an afternoon with you and they're like, he's talking about fucking sunflowers and how we should swap serendipity together. Like, how do you, how do you how do you just say, hey, look, I, how, what what makes you feel comfortable enough to be like, all right, I'm going to let you see my pussy ass side? That's a great question, Miguel. Um, thank you for answering uh, asking that question. When I was younger, I would give it to him. Fast and quick. Yeah. Like, I, I've heard the stories about fucking. I would meet bitches off fucking AOL fucking chat rooms, and I'd be like, "All right, I'm gonna go to Publix. I'm gonna get her some roses. I'm Boy, gonna, I'm gonna fucking vacuum my fucking Honda Civic out. I'm gonna go to AutoZone and get some of that car fresh pineapple shit. I wish we could make a cherry. meme of Rowdy Robbie's face right now because it's just a level of disgust and joy. Because he knows he's doing the same thing. He's 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 embarrassed because he's disgusted inside with himself. He's like, I've also done the same. <laughs> and I know you have too because there's yeah. a couple times you had to go on missions for me. You're like, and you, it was the first time I heard Miguel like clap back at me. He's like, I was like, Miguel, fuck, I gotta get my bitch do this, this, that. And you're like, Mike, don't worry, I do this shit. <laughs> I do this shit for real. Next thing, We're you know, like you're FaceTiming like, and Michaels, and I'm like, those aren't the fucking sunflowers you want. We both know that. He's like, get the she deserves one. better. Yeah. Mike, reservations at eight. Yeah. Nine says <laughs> nine says you're expecting something afterwards. Be a gentleman. Yeah, yeah no, no Miguel, Miguel gets no into lie. it too. I get into it too, man. Because it's like it's we're fun. creative people, so we 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 it's almost in a selfish way we want to have this like fuzzy feeling experience for ourselves, and we hope that it's consensual with the other the person the partner that we're sharing it with. And when I was younger. I would definitely do some fucking romantic ass shit, and I've definitely talked about it. And I would be embarrassed to tears to talk about it right now. However, when I start to normally, I'm like, all right, yeah. It's always in my mind at first. I don't like say it out loud. I'm yeah. like, I'm like having a conversation with someone. I'm like, all right, 
I guess I'll, I'll guess I'll, I mean, let me back up. I do open up doors, pull out seats. I do all the traditional gentleman things to it's do. It's the only thing always. I pull out. I call, I call a girl a bitch, but I'll open this shit out of her door for her <laughs> and, and fucking pull her seat out. I'll buy dinner. Like, I'm, I'm like a fucking asshole, romantic asshole. But when I was younger, obviously it was uh, influenced by outside things that wasn't called what we call reality. And, um, and I, I saw that making the experience not so magical or not, nothing's worse when you do something for somebody and you're trying to like create an experience like that, that moment and they're, and then they don't like feel it. And you're just like, what, what, what? bitch? I fucking vacuum my, my fucking Honda Civic for you. I put in fucking cherry scented fucking air fresheners. Like I let you order anything off the menu, and, and I'm over here stressing like I got twenty dollars. If this girl gets an entree, we're out of here. I'm having to fucking sneak out the I made, back. I made a playlist one time in the car because I expected right at a certain point this song would hit. And you I was choreographed like, yeah, it, and the bitch like turned it down to keep talking to me, and I kept turning it back up. Oh, see, just I'm like, okay. So one time I was watching the movie Serendipity. I have it tattooed on me. Whatever. One of your favorite movies, right? That Milo Notice. Yes. Serendipity is definitely one of my favorites. And uh, I remember thinking in my head the whole time when I started dating this girl. And I normally about six months ago, it's time to put on Serendipity see what goes down. Ooh. So I put on uh, Serendipity. It's a John Cusack movie. Fucking. Nothing uh, sexier than John Cusack. Jeremy Piven's in it. It's a fucking great romantic comedy with a real heart, heart, like, grinching, like, sincere feeling. Did you say heart grinching? Hard. I don't know. <laughs> You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. The movie is magical. And about six months into a relationship, I'll be like, all right, I guess I guess we're going to have to fucking see if this relationship's going to work out or not. Hey, uh, hey. And I'll just like kind of downplay him. Like, hey, you just want to chill out and watch a movie tonight? She's like, oh, my God. Yeah, great. I'm like, cool, cool, cool. And then she's like, oh, what do we watch? She's like, I don't know. Whatever. What do we watch? Oh, hey, there's this movie I heard about serendipity. It's really, uh, you want to, let's try it out. She's like, oh, I've never seen it. Like, oh, and then I get excited. I'm like, what? You've never seen it? Because you, you ever watch you a blow movie? Blow your cover. There's this movie I heard about serendipity. She's like, I've never seen it. It's like the most fucking amazing movie ever. Let me get my dream journal out just in case you want to write something we're watching. Don't you it. have that word tattooed on your left arm? What? Oh, Do what? I? It's a birthmark. Oh, my God. What do you know? What a coincidence. So I'll play it and. If she isn't like emotionally moved by this, Stephen's like, "Oh man, I knew he was gay inside." <laughs> Stephen's like, "Me and him are gonna really bro it afterwards. We're gonna listen to Good Charlotte, Slater Wrist, and shit. Take some showers and slow mo. It's gonna be great." Steve's like, "I knew he had it in him. See, boys, I told him, I told him." So, yeah, I used to be, I used to be gay like you, Stephen, and I used to care and get all caught up. So, in you, my but emotions. what if, what if she six months like, what into if she, it? Yeah, what if she did I like put the that movie, movie on and, and she's not fucking vibing it? It's it's a deal killer for me. McKenna. Really? If oh she, yeah. If, if she you don't try a backup, throw Milo and Otis. In no, she, I'm like, feels it. I was like, you you don't appreciate this fucking movie. The goddamn the glove. How he spent the rest of ten years looking for this motherfucker. They got fucking lost in the you elevator. Want Coincidence. You want that? You want that? Fortunate romance. mistake. Yes. Who doesn't? I was caught up in that, just like Blondie. I held on to my virginity for too long, even though I was getting my dick sucked and eating pussy and finger popping. But I didn't penetrate a vagina wall inside. I wanted to do it God's way, and I fucking I held on to this fictitious fantasy, and I built it up. I put up sex in this 
I, I literally thought like the moment a penis like breaks the plane of vagina that like fireworks go on in your your mind. There's like a a fucking giant like Indiana Jones stone door fireworks? rolls up and there's like a gold like idol there. Like you found it. Was it because everybody runs through the banner like the first game of the season? Like yeah. what the fuck? No, that's not even dramatic enough. What I was trying to explain, Miguel. I was talking about Indiana Jones fucking stone doors rolling up, gold idols. Do you switch your dick with the dick already in the pussy at the same time, like Doctor Jones? Like. And then all of a sudden, it's like spears and shit coming out. Exactly, sandbag of dicks. Sandbag and dicks. Yeah. So, so why, like, why do you think you're so like romance driven? Because it's because you still want to bang like seven girls in one night and then film it. But then there's a part of you that's like, that's oh my god, I have, a, I have, a, I have, a, I have a responsibility to my uh, members that do watch. They want to see the. They want to see my real life interactions. They want to be like, "Is this fat dude with a small penis really having sex with these girls, or am I just getting like smoke and mirror?" Because I feel like all these shitty spam telemarketing on the internet has ruined our chances. Sometimes they doubt it. They're like, "Oh, there's a guy that messages me every like two or three months, like, so you're telling me if I sign up this fucking website, I'm gonna come to your house for three days, camp, party, drink and eat, and hang out with you." And hang out with everyone else and have fun. And I get to see all these crazy-ass years of videos. I'm like, yes. And they're like, hmm, I don't know. And they, they really don't believe it. And then until they show up here, and then they're like, holy shit, it's fucking all real. And I fucked up, and I wasted years of my life not doing this. What What is something? I'll tell what you were you talking about? Be, uh, don't worry. I'm going to move you along. Uh, what is something besides the serendipity deal breaker that's a big deal breaker with you in relationships? And I'll tell you this. I'll start off real quick. One thing that I, I just can't. When a girl doesn't respect my fucking time, it drives me insane. Like, if you cancel a bunch of shit on me, or if you're like, I'll meet you here at this time, and then I, I'm waiting or anything Diva like alert, that. Diva alert. No, man, because here's the I thing. I guess I'm throwing toasters. No, like, I'm just you like. You fucking bitch. I'm just done with it. It's dead inside. This is my Saturday I gave you. Well, that's the thing. When they're like, oh, let's go do something. Let's go do something on Sunday. You're like, all right, what time you want to do? Oh, they're like, let's go. Let's go grab some brunch or something. You're like, okay, cool. And then, like, it comes up, and then they're like, oh, I got to cancel. It's like, motherfucker. Like, I it, it my car Nothing, you bitch. No, it's just like you waste my time. I hate my fucking time being wasted because I hate wasting people's times too. I really feel when I waste somebody's time, I feel personal about it. Like, man, because it's not just the time. Let's say you want to do something at noon. That means like two hours before you were getting You're preparing ready. preparing for it, yeah. And, you were pre- and there's, I fucking can't It'll take up the whole day. Wasting. Well, see, um, when I was first trying to holler at uh, Scallywags on the internet, I would get like really upset when they said they were coming because I'd be like, I lit the fucking candles what the fuck? Yeah. I did my laundry. I made my bed. We were supposed to be together. And then after you get flaked out so many times and you realize it's just, that's just psychological behavior from a, a, a female. And there's, I, I could literally narrow it down. There's, there is, um, for all you lonely gentlemen out there who have problem getting your dick wet or finding emotional connections with other in, human individuals, consensually, allow me to uh, peep some game on you real quick. You got to analyze at all given times um, who this person is, where they fall in a, in, in your mind, in, in, in your moment, in your life at that current moment. And are you, when you make a plan with somebody, a lot of them, I know this sounds crazy, hard to believe. Some of this will come to a, a surprise to some of you, but a lot of these people will definitely flake out and they don't give a fuck. And they're just yeah. like, yeah. And they'll, I, I know girls that will literally lie and make up so many crazy, like, 
Yeah, I was on the way and got an accident. I was yeah. in the hospital. There's I got some arrested. girls. There's some girls that it's like a series of tragedies only occur when you're trying to kick it. She's yeah. like, I wanted to hang out. This fucking condor flew down and he took me to fucking Neverland. I had to fight Captain Hook. Because they know, like, they're like, if I tell him my grandma just passed away and I don't feel like hanging out, then he can't say nothing. I'll call some shit on him. I'll be like, bitch, you don't love her. Oh, look, <laughs> there's been a couple times where I definitely fucked up and I was wrong. I was like, yeah, whatever, you fucking bitch. I'll be like drunk as fuck when I was younger texting him like, Fuck you. I fucking cooked you shrimp dinner by the pool and bought these tea teacup candles from Walmart and spelt out I love you, you fucking selfish I did all this crazy shit and they'd be like next thing you know I'd see like on their MySpace or some shit, they were at a funeral. I'm like, oh, whoops. I fucked up uh, when I was going to take that girl to Myrtle Beach uh, uh, in, in February. Oh, you t- yeah. You told, she, she hit told me, me about up. it. Go ahead. She tell us about up. that. So she, like, uh, like the whole week before we were going to go out, she was going to go with me to a comedy show in Myrtle Beach. And then, like, the night or the morning, the day before we were going to head out, she hit me up on Instagram. Or she texted me, and she was like, I, I can't. I, she's like, please don't hate me, but there's no way I, I can go with you to Myrtle Beach. I, I'm so sorry, something happened, and I was like, oh, something fucking happened. I was like, typical. And she's like, no, 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 something happened. Um, I can't go. I'm like, yeah, you know what happened? I was like, you didn't have any fucking respect for my time. I'm like that's what oh. fucking happened. And I was like, it's, I got us a fucking Airbnb. I booked you a flight back. Airbnb, home. and you booked the flight. Flight oh, back shit. home. Send her back home. She can ride me. And I was like, I was like, you got no fucking respect for my time. So I was like, have fun, take care, but I don't need this shit. And then she sent me like a picture and I didn't give a fuck about the picture. And she's like, please understand something happened. And I'm like, yeah, I was like, it's always some shit with you. And then she sent me a picture of like two cops in her house and then like a police report. And it turns out like her ex-boyfriend broke into her house and like beat the shit out of her, beat her up, stole all her money. And I'm, and I'm sitting there like, yeah, have fun. You fucking liar, blah, blah, blah. And then basically she sends me like a little video clip and it's the officers taking her statement and she's all like bruised oh, up man. and then and then i'm trying to be cool i'm like hey listen you know like i'm here know, for uh, you yeah i told I, I feel bad i feel bad now and then she's like i'm gonna figure out a way to uh get you a credit to, to pay you back for the flight and i'm texting her back like hey don't worry about it but really i'm like let me figure something out you know, like, <laughs> i mean it's a 49 dollar fucking uh flight from uh spirit but still we, you we know. talked about this man when you're a younger guy it is your duty as a human, as a decent person, to figure things out and, and get those emotions worked out. You, you flush them out of your system. You date a bunch of people. You go crazy. You, you fucking get jealous. You fucking start, you know, making late night cruises around your girlfriend's fucking house, see if her car's in the driveway. Get all that shit out of your system when you're young. Fuck it. Yo, that's the worst. And I'm so glad I'm past that. But there, I am not going to lie that there were times that I was like, I'm going to Oh, take yeah? This, we're going to pull up. Yeah, I'm going to take this extra long ride home. Yo, Pete and Bobby, I need you at the house now. Pronto. Yeah. We're going to ride. You know what I was thinking about, too, which is crazy? I was thinking about, I used to have the energy when I was younger that you could call me up and be like, yo, I'm picking you up right now. We're going to go fight some guys. I'd be like, I'll fucking be there. And now people would be like, yo, we got a Zoom meeting at 11 a.m. And I'm like, oh, my God, I got to go to the living room. You know? like fucking- I think that's what happens when you, when you get older. You're like, oh, she's cheating on me? Oh, fuck. Because now I'm like, All she's right, cheating just, on yeah, me? There's nothing I can do. She's cheating on me. It's yeah, done. Yeah, because that's, that's, that's the part of being an adult. You grow up and you get control of your emotions. And you got to realize that, you know, a, a lot of guys like want to fight other guys when when they hear a, about some fuckery. 
But at the end of the day, unless your girl got graped, like, she fucking definitely fucking, unless yeah. she got graped. If she didn't get graped, then you got to ask yourself, what the fuck does she do to let this fucking happen? Because if this is your girlfriend, you ain't, you ain't like, she shouldn't be welcoming the advancements. Or if she wasn't, like, he wasn't, like, interacting with her and, like, and like you know, kind of, like, stiff-arming her. Like, yo, no, no, I got a yeah. boyfriend. If she doesn't say, I got a boyfriend, like, three times, I'm like, all right. Because odds are dude was just chilling and they were just chilling together, and she decided, you know, let's let's fuck. And wh- what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Just to, like you get mad at her, and you because why? You want to keep her? She doesn't respect you. She wants to fuck other dudes. You know? You ever you ever conf- uh, you ever like uh, talk to a girl, and you don't even know if she did anything, but you just start accusing her. We're talking older. That's 20, oh, we're talking that's called, years. That's and called years yeah, ago. but that's called nineteen through twenty-one for me. Yeah, you know, basically. Like, I know you fucking cheated on me. I know you. I can just tell. I can fucking tell. She's like, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. And you do it so far. You do it so long. And then she's like, all right, all right, I'll tell you. And you're like, what? Oh, fuck. I just thought I was abusive. I didn't realize there was really something going on here. And then you gotta play it cool because if you freak out, then you're gonna scare her back in her hole. So you gotta be like. Yeah, so go ahead, tell me what happened. I already know. I already know what happened. This is your chance to come clean. And then if if you're good with it, you can, she'll just fucking say, I don't know. I was drunk. I'm sorry. I fucking cheated on you. And you're like, I know you did, but what did you do? And inside, you literally want to choke her out and fucking kill her, put her in the back of her trunk and drive her to a river. But you can't because, you know, that's not nice and that's not legal. <laughs> that's not nice. And it's not it's not going to give you no pussy afterwards because nothing will cock block you. By, and so More than like, life yeah, in prison. came up missing. <laughs> you want to get cock blocked? <laughs> yeah. Life in prison. Or you, just... want a, you want a lot of cocks. Yeah. Go to prison. For How about somebody. this? Have you ever had this There one? are guys, we joke around, but there's someone right now that literally is dealing with these emotions. And maybe you're listening. And I want you to put your hand to the screen right now. Yeah. Like, don't we, kill her. Don't kill her. It's not Walk worth it, away. Stop hitting her. Stop. Don't, yeah. Stop being. Stop. Don't even. If if you get to a point in a relationship where we're yelling and causing a scene in front of people, then the, the game's done. You gotta yeah. stop. Just end it. Just move on. Move it on. Yeah. You because fucking. There's. I've met those dudes, man. That like. You're like, why are you even in a relationship? You're just angry and fucking. It's like, dude, this ain't working. You ever know a couple that you know. It is like a ticking tie bomb that you're like, yo, we're going to invite Jennifer and Bobby out. Yeah. And you, they're going to come camping with us. But we know there's going to be a meltdown oh, day one. huge meltdown. Shit on the whole weekend. Everything's going to shit. You know it. And then Fuck. they're going to drag you into it. They're like, yeah, what do you think? Do you, don't you think it was fucked up? And you're just like, Arr. Tell him. Tell him right now, Mike. Tell him right now he doesn't deserve me. And like, no, Mike, hold on real quick. Tell that whore that I never needed her. And I'm like, we're at goddamn Chuck E. Cheese. So you, you your kid up. is ready. The mouse is freaking out. Like the mouse is already like, I didn't sign up for this shit. It's weird because we we joke around, but we, we're trying to be serious. But we're obviously disguising it with humor. We're talking about real life situations and emotions that happen in relationships, married couples, have, whoever. Have, if you ever had this one, this one sucks. The minute you're like you're with a girl that you're kind of seeing, or maybe you're dating her, and a clue just pops up that re- like. All of a sudden, you riddle realize, me this, riddle me that. Yeah, all of a sudden, you realize how many dicks have I had in my ass? <laughs> you realize real quick, like something's up. She's lying, and oh, that yeah. stomach sink feeling Those, happens. They call them the disgusting butterflies, Miguel. And the disgusting butterflies, hey, bro. That's exactly because, like, all of a sudden, you realize, like, you swallow real slow, slow mo. I saw this girl's car. I saw this. This girl texted me one time. Steven's and like, I was like, I know. Well, this girl texted me one time, and I was like, you want to come over? 
And she's like, no, I'm just staying in. And I took another way home accidentally. Just like, not super accident, but I missed sure, it. Sure, like, Miguel. No, 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 sure. no, 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 because this is what happened. I went past. I'm driving downtown. Hey, let me tell you. Let me just pause you. This is days before you can be checking GPS locations. All right, guys. We had to track our bitches down the old-fashioned way. No, no, way. but this is what happened. I took another turn downtown, and I went on Central instead of Robinson, and there was her car on Ooh. Central. And I was all like, Wait. You're like, hmm. Because that's I was her like, car. Yeah, that's what it was. I was driving. I was like, oh, I didn't take Robinson, my usual street home. I'm going to take Central. And I'm passing, like, Central area by the library, and there's her car. And I was like, she said she was... She said she was just staying home. Mm. So then I hit her with a text. Huh. I hit her with a text, and I was like, yo, you out with your girls or something like that? And she was like, nope, home. And I was just, the, the, you the, the disgusting the butterflies, bro. Because then I'm just driving home, and I'm like, wow. Like, I didn't get the, yeah, I'm out All with your She's probably not even cheating on you at no. that moment, but you're imagining a gangbang? Yeah. And, and it's, it's just 20 dudes lined up railing your chick. She's on the. She's texting you. I love you. I miss you. Good night. And you're like, Ew. and it was bad though, bro. It was disgusting butterflies through the night. To the next day, when she hit me up, she was like, "Hey, uh, I can't come over." And she was like, "I'll come by tomorrow or something." And already, you jump to conclusions. You jump like, into every conclusion. My, my crime, my crime, my fucking crime mystery is all coming yeah. to conclusions. I, I can point out everything. I know exactly where you are at this time. I know exactly what you're doing. You're like lining it all up and shit. And it, what sucks about it is like, even like the, here's truthful the worst part. If she's just out with her friends, she still thinks she's got to lie to you because for some reason you've made it seem like you can't just accept I'm out with her friends. That's the problem. A lot of guys that are insecure, they'll actually uh, they'll scare the rabbit back down the hole. And then they'll be scared to just be be honest. Yeah. Because you've got her fucking all like freaked out. And then it's just shitty relationship. Cause we, we're talking about things, and I know I, – I, I trust you, Miguel, and I, I know me and you uh, have talked a lot about everything personal. Yeah. There is no secrets between us. No. But we're – that's these days that we speak of, these are 20-plus years behind us. Yeah, this is when I, – I would say this. This is when I was st- – everybody's getting insecurities. I bullshit you guys if I tell you I wasn't insecure. You learn it. Now. That's why I said you, this is when life I, is yeah. to figure shit out. You, you figure it out. You date some girl who's like gonna fuck one of your homies. You date one who's not gonna fuck your homies, and you still fuck her and fucking don't trust her. You gotta date a little bit of everything and get it through your system and learn. You gotta learn, learn how the, to navigate in life. It's you, social skills. You gotta learn the it, the security of hey man, as long as I'm doing everything right, that's all I can do. That's why I think uh, homeschool is a, is a form of child child abuse because you don't because get them out there in, in no, the streets. It's learning. fucked up. Yeah. Any y'all uh, homeschooled? All right, cool. Because I was questioning. I say sure? this much. Sure? I say I say homeschool before like. The last two years of high school. Because by the last two years of high school, you don't even need to show up. What are you learning? No, about? no, no. You need everything. There's like some magic fucking energy that enters your body as you grab the oh, diploma. Oh, we getting the romance. We yes, getting the romance. Yeah, the fucking pageantry. You know, and, and I, I've i met people, and every person I met that was homeschooled was a fucking dusty-ass nerd who didn't have their shit together. And I'm just like, bro, you're fucking 35 years old. You don't know how to like just interact with a chick. And- Everyone has issues uh, psychologically, but it's like the video game. You only get 100 points. You got to put them in 10 in speed, 10 in fucking strength, 10 in healing powers. Everyone in life figures out where they're going to fucking have their strengths are and their weaknesses. And I don't know what it is, but I've met a lot of motherfucking. And I I like to say, and I I say this with complete fucking humbleness, I've changed the motherfuckers' lives. Yeah, I know that. I've actually, it's actually gone the other way. I've actually gotten them so confident and got them like on their shit where they turned on turned on me and they're like oh i don't need you no more and it's like oh you motherfucker it's like 
Dark Vader had to fight his son in a fucking <laughs> Death Star. He's like, oh, oh, I fucking spit you out my dick. Now you want to fight me with your lifesaver, you little ungrateful shit? Dick. Yeah. And that, and that shit's happened to me because I put people on game. I'm like, listen, bro, like the one who cares the least gets hurt the least. Yes. And, and controlling your emotions, you could almost just be like really unattractive. You could almost do nothing for her or for him. But if you can control your emotions and the compatibility and you excite them, you stimulate them mentally because I, you know how many girls I've slid up into where their boyfriends were hot as fuck, huge dicks, money, nice cars, this and that, da da da. And then they're fucking me. And then I, I literally am watching them like in the beginning of my sexual adventures. I morally felt bad about, like, fucking a girl that had a boyfriend. I did. I, I do have a rule. Like, if I know the guy, I'm not trying to, like, fuck. If I'm, like, I don't say knowing. If I'm friends with the dude or doing business with the guy. <laughs> if the guy's at my house when I'm fucking her, that's when I won't do it. But, you know, if he's on there's, the steps. There's definitely been a couple s- scenarios where I'm like, eh, it's a little cloudy there. But for the most part, if, if it's my homie. Or someone I'm I'm friends with, or and friends is a very loose term. This could be someone like I regularly see. I'm not trying to fuck their girl, even if they're like coming on to me. Even if I want it, I'm just like, hey man, hey, you need to, hey talk to your girl, man. She's trying to fuck everybody. The party's getting crazy over here. I I don't I I I'm not I don't, like that. I, I honestly won't do it, even if I just know the guy sort of, because I'm like, no, nah, like look, man, I don't. I don't want. I'm not. I'm not gonna be a part of a lie. I'll do whatever I want. Like if she's like, oh, I got a boyfriend and this and that, and we fuck. That's cool. But I'm never gonna be sitting there at a bar <laughs> I, and she's like, this is my boyfriend Thomas, and I gotta be like, oh hey Thomas, nice to meet you. Me and her are just friends. I want that bro, shit. Bro, I had, I I had a text message, fucking maybe like a year plus ago, and it was like, hey Mike, it's me. Can you please tell my? And this is a text message. Can you please tell my boyfriend, me and you, definitely have never had sex. I can almost see her winking through the text. And I'm just like, oh yeah, hey boyfriend, yeah, this is Mike. Definitely never fucked your girlfriend. She's like, okay, thank you so much. And then I'd see her like six months later, and she's like, making out with some random dude. I'm like, yo, is that your boyfriend? She's like, no, that's not my boyfriend. This guy I fucking like for like a couple weeks. And I'm like, oh my god, fuck. Yeah, so I've definitely, I the only time I will lie. Is if it's like my if it's like my homie, 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 and he's like married or dating a chick, and she looks me in the eyes like, so tell me what happened. I'm like, no, this motherfucker was chilling all night. And, I look and in my mind, night. I'm trying to suppress like the all the fucking titties in his face. I'm like, I'm like, I go on stand like, nope, didn't 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 do a thing. He was a fucking perfectly well mannered man. Unless it was Columbia, because then I'm like, just don't subscribe. Yeah, I look I've, dead in the eye. I've made a, I've made money off people. We, we call it cheating insurance to where they literally were checked to see if their girlfriend or their boyfriend or husband or whatever the case, what the fuck they did at my house. And there has been, it, you can almost see it coming from a mile away because they don't sign up before the party. It's like that late night, 2 a.m. He found out where his girlfriend went. It's like, doop, like a little alert. Like, oh, someone joined. Oh, coincidence. It's right on the street. Why are they just joined right now? Why don't they just come over here? I'm like, hmm, that's weird. And it's like, I'm getting text messages. Can you please fucking delete this? Oh my god, my boyfriend saw your fucking secret Snapchat. When I was oh in, when god. I was in high school, me and my cousin BJ, we had our own apartment together in like the last year and a half of high school and stuff. And uh, I remember like straight up girls telling me, "I can't come over because my boyfriend said he'd break up with me if I ever went to your place." And I was like, "I love it." Yeah. <laughs> I, had a, I had a I had a guy that said he'd been following me for five years, and he said just became a member. 
because him and his wife just went through a divorce, and he's like, I finally can be free. And I'm just like, God damn, man. We've all been a sucker-ass bitch before, and we've all been trapped in relationships that we know that aren't good. But, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a grown-ass man now, and maybe on some hippie shit. If 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 you are dating someone or married to somebody and they control every little aspect of your life like that, then it's probably not the one. You know, that's, yeah. that's and I'm I'm being very immature right now. I mean, it's not I'm, like she. If, but what if she also really likes serendipity? Yeah, well then that's well that's a different story. And she's like Milo and Otis is the second greatest movie ever, which is one of Mike's favorite movies. It's a goddamn movie about pugs and cats, right? There's a golden retriever in there. It's a golden retriever in there too. It's yeah. it's garbage. It's on his list of top greatest movies. It's just a good movie. It's not a little talking. The animals are just wrong. It's like narrated by some English people. They fucking they make a fucking crazy journey. They yeah, you're just like oh, I hope they get home. Do you think while watching Milo and Otis, a children's movie starring a dog, a cat, and a golden retriever, that there's an alternate ending where Hold they on. just is don't... there a golden? No, it's a pug. It's, it's a, pug. a pug. It's a pug. A cat. It's Milo and Otis. There's a, a pug, pug and a cat. And a cat. Why, yeah. Where did I come from? Because you're thinking of the fucking Far Homeward From Home. Bound. Homeward Bound. Yeah. yeah. I'm getting all my fucking good and dog Benji. Remember up. that one? Of course. Hey, actually, two story. I, I, uh, oh, he's grabbing his dick, everybody. Uh, no, no. I he's don't getting get, ready. No, no, I'm good. No, I met this dude uh, that worked at Universal Studios, and his like his uncle worked there, and he's like, yo, this is, you want to meet Benji's great son, grandson? I'm like, what? Benji? Like, that's from the TV show? I'm like 12 years old. He's like, yeah. This dog came from the animal fucking stunt show. Fucking, this is Benji's grandson. This dog's been shocked with electrodes so he could learn how to stand on his back legs and ride a bicycle. Yeah. Which reminds me that we spent uh, a good hour or two. I'd say close to two. Uh, watching YouTube videos of America's Funniest People. Because I don't know how it even started. But I was like, yeah, that's the first time I was on TV. I did a Fire Marshal, Fire Marshal Bill impression. And uh, it was Dave Coulier and the uh, the Tanya Catan chick. Was it Tony Catan? Yeah, Tony Catan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we had to go through a whole two seasons before we realized that they switched. Because uh, you knew it was Tony Catan, but they had an original host. We had to go through a whole couple seasons. It's weird when you're. We looking still haven't found for, you yeah, yet. Still, I'm I'm on there somewhere. I don't know if, if it any exists. of you guys have the DVD of but, season. Uh, we don't know three if that even exists. Of America's funniest people. Uh, Amer- yeah, America's funniest people. If you find Mike Busey, a giant it, head, doing uh, if, if you find Mike Busey, kid, if you find Mike Busey doing a fire marshal Bill impression, and you send us that clip, yeah. I'm gonna swag you out. One hundred percent. If you can go through America's Funniest Videos season three, we know it's season three because it was do, at oh, Universal do we know 100%. Studios. Yeah, because it was at Universal Studios, and they stopped doing halfway through season three or something. They stopped doing them at Universal. So if you can find the season three America's Funniest People with Mike Busey, who's little buck tooth, big Hell head, yeah. bowl cut kid, doing a fire marshal Bill impression, and you send us that the the video, the clip, the phone video of it. And also, I'm also sitting in the crowd, and Dave Coulier. I think that's going to be a little harder to find. No, I think that I think that'll be even easier. I think it'll be easier to find the Fire Marshal Bill impression because you don't have to look at every crowd shot of Dave Coulier. Okay, sure, you're right. Yeah, but, but I just remember s- the I remember the Fire Marshal Bill. Well, if you send me the Fire Marshal Bill, but if you send that video, uh, well, I'm going to swag you out. You can go through the store and get a bunch of shit. Speaking of that, we just made uh, a shitload of new merch on the store, and some of you maybe you can't afford to be a member. Maybe you, you're illegally downloading this somehow in, in fucking Lithuania or something. I don't even know. Maybe you don't have Spotify or Apple or fucking any of the other random platforms that streams on. If you want to support us, uh, go fucking buy a, a sticker or something or a shirt or a jacket or hat. Whatever the fuck you want. Anything helps. Um, 
keep this fucking shit show going. Because uh, uh, we've had a, a lot of good feedback, Miguel. A lot of people were digging people the are podcast. People loving it, man. And I'm loving doing it. But you know what time it is? Yeah. It's time to go on break. And when we come back, second half of podcast, Mike's going to tell us a story about this chick having a baby in a car that I've been trying to hear. Am I? About. Yeah. I've been All trying right. to hear this story now for probably a year. So I can't wait to hear it. Now we're putting on a pedestal. It's going to be a horrible story. Probably, just, Mike. It's yeah, the huge. Yeah. You're listening to the Mike VC podcast. Does your life suck? Are you tired of the same shitty old dead-end job? Has your girlfriend stopped sucking your dick? Well, guess what, motherfuckers? Knock, knock, because here's your opportunity to change your life. For just under a dollar a day, become a member of MikeBusey.com right now, and you'll enjoy the following. Some of the wildest, craziest, sexiest, never-seen-before footage live on the Snapchat. Sure, we all love the regular Snapchat, but if you want to see what's really going on, join now. Not only do you get to enjoy the countless hours of entertainment from me and the rest of the Sausage Castle family, but enjoy the long list of content creators that you signed up for, bringing new and amazing shows just for you to enjoy. Log into your online account every day to see some of this content you may have missed. After you've been a faithful member for three months, watch your mailbox, because we're sending you one of these badass members-only t-shirts. You can't buy this anywhere. You've got to earn it. The content's good if you're really into the content stuff. But for me, I'm more about the coming down, the parties. Snapchat's great. I watch it. It's That's not really what it's about for me. It, it's about coming down, hanging out. Being a member of MikeBeasy.com, it's not just about watching a secret Snapchat. It's an experience. As a member of MikeBeasy.com, you'll have access to some of the wildest and craziest parties at Mike Beasy's personal home, the world-famous Sausage Castle. Enjoy Members Weekends. That's where you and the rest of the family join up at the wildest house in America and spend three days and three nights camping, drinking, sucking and fucking some of the wildest shit you'll ever experience. During Members Weekends, you'll be rubbing elbows with some of the sexiest, craziest, wildest ladies you'll ever imagine. The beauty beauties. Don't worry, campers. We've gone an extra mile here at the Sausage Castle to make sure all you members are comfortable and have one hell of a camping experience. I've been following Mike BC for quite a while. I've been a member for about three months, and I'll tell you what, it's the best, been the best three months of my life. So Memberships is missing out. I, I, I started following Mike BC about, a, about two years ago, the and the guy's a real guy. And it uh, allows people to come here that are like outcasts of society. And they fit in well, and uh, I was like, yeah, Team I got to fuck with Tessa. this guy. Man, I've been following Mike about two months, became a member a month ago. So, but I'm, I'm happy I'm here at the fucking Sausage Castle, having a great day of fucking the drunken field dead. All I can say is America right now. Follow Mike Busey. Look at my eyes. Took my glasses off for you, America. For you. Follow Mike Busey. Become a member. Party at the Sausage Castle. Hell yeah. I hope you're hungry, because we're providing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Each campsite comes with its own electrical hookups, picnic table, fire pit, and grill. Go skating around our track, swim in our lake, enjoy our luxurious outdoor showers, the only showers that you go to get clean, but sometimes you come out dirty. During Members Weekend, enjoy the countless sports, entertainment, and amenities we have to offer. Live game show and trivia, tug of war, boxing, foam wrestling, Airboating, basketball, tennis, volleyball, football, dodgeball. Enjoy our awesome arcade, epic costume parties. 
Do you remember playing Field Day as a child? Well, imagine you doing the same shit, but really wasted. Each member's weekend, you and your team will battle it out to win thousands of dollars in cash and prizes. Yeah, that's right, Team White Team Blue, not Team Black, because they lose. Oh, right, it's like that, Big Mike? It's Team Black, bro, even though we lost all our, all our stuff so far. The member's weekend, I'm gonna put it simple, has been the weirdest but most epic time of my life. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like this is just, it, it's life. It's, it's amazing. I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to meet everybody, to see how cool everybody is, how loving they are, and just how chill they are. They're just real people like us. Like, it, I don't even think it's about the money. It's about the pride at some point. Some of these people, they get, they're so passionate about winning it that they don't even care about the cash prize. They're doing things that you'd never imagine just for the pride to win. Did you know that we have a full functioning recording studio? We've got some of the industry's premier equipment in our state-of-the-art recording facilities. You never know who's going to show up at the Sausage Castle. We've had a long list of celebrities, rappers, rock stars, athletes, models, and porn stars that have graced the doors of the Sausage Castle. Think of it as a summer camp, but everyone's really fucking wasted and doing really weird shit with their genitals. The party doesn't stop at the Sausage Castle. At Members Weekends, you'll be able to experience the massive invasion as the, all the members head downtown Orlando. We've been known to take the party to the streets. Nothing beats a bunch of crazy assholes loading up on a party bus for a night of fun. Or enjoy an evening on the seven seas as we gamble and drink the night away on party cruise boat adventures. You never know where Mike Busey's gonna take you and the rest of the members during members weekends. Just shut up and get on the bus and enjoy the ride. Not everyone can make it to Members Weekends. By becoming a member, you'll be able to reap the benefits of coming to our shows and hanging out and partying with us for absolutely free, backstage or even on stage. Oh yes, if you're a member, we're putting you right there in the center of all the action. You don't have to take my word for it. Here's one of the members we met in Las Vegas. My name's Vince from LA. Been a member for about eight months now. Great eight months. If you're on the fence, just do it. Once you do it, you won't regret it, and you'll just love every second of it. It's a, such a debauchery that it, it's oh a good debauchery. You, you won't regret it. Then you meet a guy named Mike Busey, and then he introduces you to a whole another fucking life. And then you just become a member, and then you fucking see the debauchery show for it is. Did we mention this is all 100% free? If you're a current member, you get to enjoy all the members' weekends for free. Let's be honest. I could probably name a million things you spend $30 a month on. Gatorade, cigarettes, bullshit at the gas station, the Sausage Castle. It's a place that defines freedom. A place that you can be yourself. A place where all walks of life are welcomed. No matter what race, religion, rich or poor, gay or straight, Christian or atheist, it doesn't matter. Come and enjoy. Arrive as strangers and leave as family. Oh, yeah! Episode one of season two, the second hour. Do you ever just like anally, critically 
judge our hours and, and generally the podcast. Every fucking minute we're talking, Me too. I'm taking stock of it, and I'm like, oh, that last that last 30 seconds was, was weak. I'm watching it like game tape, yeah, honestly, me too. in my head. And I'm just sometimes like, and, and sometimes the best part about having like Chris and Steven here is they've been 100% honest with us because there have been times when I'm like, you guys think that was a little weak? And they're like, yeah, that, that started off a little And weak. I appreciate the honesty. Yeah, I do too. But there are So times- what we're trying to say is I, I personally wasn't feeling the first hour if I was y'all, but I also am a tainted, sick, twisted since I'm like a monk. I think though, here's the thing really. that I've noticed with you though. Um, while we're talking, I can see in your face when you're not feeling a story true but it's like if you if you just let go and said no i'm going to give it to the audience it's not about me feeling it, it i think you would give them a doper a doper product sometimes I, I was like i feel like i was half in half out that last hour because i was like all right these motherfuckers want to know about relationships i'll fucking tell you about relationships all right so then i felt like i was like trying to tell them but then at the same time it was like I wouldn't want someone – that's, like, my biggest fear is that someone listens to the show for the first time and they hear, like, a, a like that first hour and they're like, meh, I'm not really into this. Well, and you they just, just gotta never give it. it a chance again. And I'm like, no, I promise you there's gold in there. You just got to – it's like Spartacus. You got to listen. You got to watch the first three episodes and you you're hooked. goddamn Spartacus. Someone Snapchat me like, hey, man, thank you, bro. Man, I fucking got that Spartacus DVD from Best Buy. That shit is fire. Who the fuck just got on Spartacus? They shouldn't even be allowed to watch it. No, I, I – That's like I, motherfucker I, like, yo, you, you dropped that – you told me that mash show and I put it on. God, I was damn, looking for Hawkeye. sword emojis to send them like, fuck you, die in hell. You know what's funny? My buddy Godfrey, uh, when we were, we were doing uh, outdoor kitchens and shit like that, I came and picked him up one day and he was like, bro, he's like – I just drank like five cups of coffee and I watched the last episode of Spartacus. He's like, and no lie. He's like, I just looked in the mirror and yelled. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like listen, so jacked. <laughs> Jacob Mosler hid this sword from me. I was stabbing my couch. I was like, Spartacus. <laughs> I was fucking stabbed. There was, there was fucking sword piercing holes in my fucking pleather couch at the old house. And then and I, in the third, fourth episode, I would no longer let people in the room with me because I was like, no, get the fuck out. If you're going to talk to this goddamn show, get the fuck out because there's no commercials. And they do a, whoever's editing that shit is, he needs a raise or whoever did edit it at the that time. That was Stars, too. That was like yeah. Stars' big break and like, uh, like, hey, Stars is going to get in the game now. Because before that, Stars was, they would be like, hey, you get Showtime and Stars. And everybody would be like, what the fuck is Stars? Hey, true story. You just made me think of this. I'm in the middle of Times Square checking off one of my gay-ass bucket list things. Like, I want to be in Times Square when the ball drops. And I I had uh, dated a girl named Daniel. Dan- Daniel. Sorry. Oh, Daniel. This out. I no, because I was trying Daniel. to piece. I'm, I'm like, all right, let me tell this story and right. his dick was huge. Yeah, that was. I fucked up on that one. Yeah. You drove a yellow truck. Danielle. Okay. And then I dated her for like. Three sure, years. Sure, or no, I dated, I dated for like a year, and then I went up dating her sister for like three. But I met her. She came over to come get a pig, and she kept it a secret. And I remember having like a little situation with, with her sister. She's like, I'm like, hey, I'm going to fuck your sister. She's like, yeah, right. You're my sister is fucking repulsed by the sound of your fucking name. I'm like, well, I'm a fucker. What? I'm a fucker. I was like, hey, how much? How much you, hey, you owe me dinner. You owe me dinner if I can get her just to come over to the castle. And they lived like an hour and a half away. She's like, Dale, my sister, she was laughing at me. She's like mocking me like, my sister's never going to come uh, to your house. And like a year later, 
I started fucking, I think we were MySpacing or some shit or fucking Facebooking. Oh, spacing. And uh, she was like, hey, I seen those baby pigs. Like, oh, you want a pig? I was like, oh, come get this one. That was a long con. You like bought a pig, raised it, had babies just for this? Yeah, no, check it. So she came over and I started talking shit to her sister. I'm like, hey, because I, I still like homies with her sister, like me and her sister, but I have never met her, sister, her other Greg? sister. Her sister Greg, her si- my her sister Danielle, okay, um, which we're still homies to this day. She actually has uh, Jetta and Scrappy's first daughter, and they she actually has uh, Jetta's sister from another litter. So, um, anyways, that has another, yeah. I just need to build. I just want these. Whoever ever actually does listen to the podcast, I'm like, man, I feel re- I really feel informed on what happened, where who was wearing. Somebody's what. adding that to their chart with string now. Scrappy's yeah. first pop. Okay, yes. we're getting somewhere. Yes. I think I think we yes. finally figured this out. <laughs> yes. So she came over, and she was like totally not like her sister. Very shy, but fucking hot. Oh my god, so hot, and. All I know is she drove for a while and then like, hey, you want to drink? She's like, oh, okay, sure. Next time we're drinking, next time we're in a hot tub. And I was like. Is this oh seven? SC7? Or yeah. is this before? Okay. And this is like days before Christmas. And I remember because I was freaking out because the hot tub, I was doing some jank shit. So I was boiling water. Was it inside hot tub or outside hot tub? Outside hot tub. I'm boiling pots upon pots of water and opening the kitchen windows over of the fucking kitchen sink and throwing boiling pots of water to try to get this thing going. We get drunk as fuck. I gave her a pig. And then by the night, I gave her something else. You know what I'm talking about? Gave her that little piggy. I get drunk as fuck. I was like, hey, you want to come to New York with me for New Year's Eve? She's like, oh, okay. Her sister finds out that I had bought her a flight to go to New York on New Year's Eve while we're on the plane. I, I it was there was no Snapchat back then. I, I want to say I posted on or she posted on something on Facebook or something like, "Yay, going to New York!" And I was like in the photo, and all of a sudden Danielle, who was my homie, became like, "Fuck you!" And then we're we're cool now. But at did the she time, ever get you the dinner she owed you? No. That bitch. Yeah. And uh, I wound up dating her for three fucking years. And I don't remember what the fuck this has anything to do with what I was going to say I did, before. Whatever. I no, let, hold I on. Let, let the me first think. first couple minutes. I'll let you just get your engines revving. I let the fucking hamster run in the wheel for it a It was minute. romantic, man. We fucked in a bowling alley fucking uh, bathroom. <laughs> uh, we went from couch to couch. All my MTV producer friends, like my buddy Joe DeVito, uh, Viva La Bam producer, and my camera. I went to Joe DeVito. uh um, like cameraman's house, Joe Child has stayed on his couch. It was freezing. There was, and then oh, that's what it was. Oh my God! Wow, this is a really unnecessary story. Um, so we're in the middle of Times Square, and I look up at the top, top, very top of the ball, and I've already watched Three Hundred the movie. Fell in love with it. Okay, of course you did. This is Sparta. You're like, oh my God! Look at these greased up men. What do you think, Daniel? Yeah. I mean, Danielle, so for this story. I just had the most magical moment in Times Square, 12 hours waiting. It was a mental test of fucking. And nothing got your dick harder than Leonidas in panties? No, I looked at the very top of the fucking Times Square ball drop thing, and I see a billboard. They they must have paid some money. It was a billboard from Stars for advertising the, the, the Spartacus series, and the whole time, like, pfft. Fucking spotty. That's like, I mean, no fucking 300. Who's gonna watch that bullshit? And I don't know how, but like six months later, I started watching that shit. I got sucked in. It was the best show on TV. I still got that shit on DVD in my room right 
fucking now. I remember watching it and being like, oh my God, is that Xena's titties? Because remember yeah. Lucy Lawless was in it. Oh, yeah. I was like, whoa, they're going to show Xena the Warrior and Prince's titties? Yeah. And then I, I'd be getting excited and shit. Like, this, they got orgy scenes every day and then every now and then they had to throw a dick in there. They had to to make who, it right, man. Yeah. And Because and, they, had, they had the two dudes who were hooking up with yeah, each other. Yeah, the two, the two gay fucking yeah, uh, gladiators, gladiators and shit. Yeah, they're fucking. It was the House of Bartiatis. Bartiatis, yeah, yeah. the House of Bartiatis, yeah. Like, there are people from that, like, the, the villain guy. Uh, I would probably slap him if I fuck ever seen him in public. You ever you ever get so wrapped up emotionally into a character, or a movie, or oh TV yeah, show, and if you saw them, you would be like, "Fuck you, you motherfucker!" I saw another movie with the dude who shot Scarface in the back, and I was just like, "This fucker!" <laughs> like, yeah. and he was just playing extra, and I was like, "This motherfucker!" Hey, true story. Uh, the uh, fucking uh, Tony Montana's like best friend in the movie. What's his name? Oh, Manny? Stephen Bauer, but Manny, yes. Yeah. Stephen Bauer's the actor, yeah. Yeah, Stephen. No, I think his name's Manny. In the movie, in the movie he's Manny, but in okay. real life, he's Stephen Bauer. You're Spanish, you would know. I can't yeah. pronounce his motherfucker's Manny. name. So Stephen okay. Bauer's the actor, and neither, yeah. there's no Spanish people in Scarface, really. Really? Oh, yeah, man, what Stephen is Bauer is fucking white as you come. You're trying to tell me Robert De Niro's not fucking Italian? It's Al Pacino, but no. All right, whatever. Yeah. Anyways. I was like, this the dude, the fucking the the Stephen next Stephen Bauer, yeah, Stephen Bauer, yeah, I think Manny, it was him, yeah. yeah. He he was uh, in Miami with he you, kept, right? No, he kept hitting me up on uh, MySpace and wanted to do like these uh, club appearances, and there was this energy drink called cocaine, and it was like me, Manny or whatever. Scar- the f- yeah, Manny from Scarface, Stephen Bauer, yeah, Scarface legend guy, and he he definitely still looks a lot like him. Yeah, Manny him still looks one hundred percent like Manny. Yeah. So we, I came very close to doing like uh, like a nationwide tour with him and, and energy from cocaine. Listen to this, Stephen Bauer, not. And Spanish. I don't do drugs, by the way. I've never done cocaine. Al Pacino, not Spanish. Frank uh, Long Longera, I forget. Loja, Robert Loja, the guy who plays Frank, not Spanish. Basically, most everyone in Scarface was not Spanish, except for like the henchman, his sister, uh, who play the woman who plays his sister, not Spanish. Like they're, they're, they, Brian Del Palma and these guys couldn't find one fucking Spanish person to play a lead role. Oh, just I don't want to derail this, but the AC's still on, and I'm okay with it. But is it gonna make? Is it, is it sounding horrible? Press one if you're listening to this right now. No one listens to the second half, so okay. I'll let you slide with having the AC. I think here's we're the doing thing. way better the second half. I'm here, such a judge of our fucking. Here's the thing, hours. you guys need to know too, guys. If the AC isn't running in this studio, Mike is like. Fuck, it's like 900 degrees. It's literally 72 degrees. We have the door open outside. Everybody's enjoying it. It's brisk. Bro, it's, it's going to be a long summer, back. boy. It ain't, it's not even officially spring yet. Um, your boy is already oh, fucking we're taking, sweating we're taking, over here. Like June and July, there's no podcast. I had to it's stop all drinking. live and from location. I, is this your secret to stop getting me to drink? To get it so hot in here, I can't, I can't fucking drink no more. It's so fucking hot. It's part of the plan. Yeah, I, I, I'm fucking sobering up. The, fucking, the beads of Crown Royal Apple are fucking coming out of my fucking pores. Hey, we were talking a while ago, and this is this is I want to bring something. To and by the way, this will be the last time I wear this hat for this podcast, so I hope you all enjoyed it because <laughs> it's killing my vibe. <laughs> we were talking about, uh, and this leads into me wanting you to tell the baby story. But we were talking about Do we like, have to call it the baby story I, until until you tell it and I have another name for it. Okay. It's the baby. The story. baby is like a very strong pivotal point of the story, well, but it gets left in the dust very quick. Well, don't leave because the baby seems to be the biggest part of the story. All right, but so we were talking about how like when you've when you've gone overboard on like a date with somebody you don't really know enough yet right like like that you sh- you just kind of went too deep in and that's how this story kind of set up so so kind of let everybody <laughs> let everybody hear this all right so every guy 
always once like have him a little bad little side piece a little a little fucking summer romance side you know i don't i'm not guaranteed to have sex with her but we kind of definitely talk naughty back and forth yeah. via text like she's saying she's game but let me tell to these young kids out there coming up in the streets just because y'all talking nasty to each other via text and shit don't mean that shit's happening in real life. Don't let them. Don't let them fucking. Oh tease yeah, you. that's the worst, bro. Yeah. That's how these girls get them free flights in them hotels. Like, oh, you know, I can't wait to see you. Next, you know, she's fucking your homie, or she's like, I'm tired. I'm going to sleep. Like, no, bitch. I don't care if she FaceTimes you playing with a goddamn dildo. It don't mean nothing until no. she's in the bed with you. No, exactly. And we could tell another story we won't talk about right now that definitely refers to that. But we'll go back to this other story. So. um... This girl lived about an hour and a half from me, and uh, I was supposed to go to Tennessee to host this show with a bunch of uh, homies of mine, a bunch of uh, rappers. It was like a it was like a white rapper fucking uh, convention. You're you're pretty was, deep in the white rapper community. Yeah, they call me the White Shug Knight. Yeah. You gotta come through me. You gotta get fucking Check co-signed in. and shit. So we have like white rappers to also throw something out there. If you guys ever notice, you listen to white rappers' music, they always have beef with their moms. Yeah. Black rappers never have beef with their moms. Black rappers are like, Mama held me down. Even if she was a crackhead, Mama did everything. White rappers are like, That bitch Christine never fucking let me hang out. Yeah. So there was a white rapper convention in, in Tennessee that I had to go to. I believe it was Memphis. Or so. It was either Memphis. Yeah, it was, it was Memphis. in Memphis National. I don't know. I didn't want to say Memphis. It was Yellow Wolf. Like little white Ritz, Caskey, oh, fuck. There's a, oh, there's a couple other that I was really excited about. I forget there was fucking, Jelly Roll, Jelly Roll, um, and it was, was one struggle other. there. No struggle was in jail. I remember them chanting, uh, "Yo, make some noise for my man Struggle." He was still in prison. Um, I love how whatever rappers locked up to everybody's like free struggle. Free him. And it's like, what did he do? All he did was traffic some goddamn cocaine and punch a law enforcement officer in the face. The government's trying to set him up. <laughs> so struggles out now thing. I actually, we were just FaceTiming today, me and uh, Adam Calhoun, and they were in the gym working out. I said, boys, put some reps in for me. But it has nothing to do with this story. So I uh, was stepping out of my comfort zone. I was like, hey, you know, I'm going to go to Tennessee Leaving the house is always a big deal for Mike. And then yeah. he has to be gone for a month if he's going to yeah. do it. I'm like, all right, I'm going to commit to this. We're going to commit to it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a guy with a streak. I, I need consistent streaks, you know. So I uh, I started planning this little trip. And I didn't know I was going to go to, like, the very, very last minute. And this is the first time I actually rented a car. I was like, hey, so I want to get there, right? <laughs> I'm going to rent a car. Because I've heard some stories that if your rental car fucking blows up or fucking someone it dies or gets stolen. They have to get you another one. So I don't, I've never put it to the test, but I've heard these things. So I was like, all right, how much is this rental car? So I called my sister up, and her, her man's got a hookup. He put me on some fucking blah, blah, blah shit. I can talk about it, whatever, anyways. So I got a nice little um, the Ford Fusion. Oh, classy ass. This is, I don't know what year. I want to say this is like 2012, like maybe, 2011 or something. I don't, I don't know what year it was. They exact um but i do remember pulling pulling the pulling the cord and saying all right we're gonna go and then wondering so who am i gonna bring i can't just like go up there like you know i had some homies that were going and shit of course 
But, uh, you know, I had to have me a little something, something, you know. And I was single at the time, and I was lonely and hurting inside. I just got a relationship. I was kind of just throwing my penis down the darkness of loneliness every night. Down that down that path? There was just one little fucking, fucking sexy-ass, blonde, big-titty chick uh, from Melbourne. And uh, I literally hit her up at, like, 10 in the morning. Let me tell you all something. If a girl ever responds to your text message early in the morning, most likely she's either A, got her shit together, or B, she's got a little kid. And, you know, like, you can't just fall asleep all day. Either of them are going to be a problem. Yeah. I don't really know. i just seen some pictures. This girl looks good. You know, we've talked a little nasty back and forth and shit, you know, whatever. I was like, hey, you up? She's like, yeah, what's up? I'm like, oh, shit, she responded. Oh, shit. Hey, uh, do you want to go to Tennessee? She's like, sure, when? I was like, right now. She's like, oh, my God, what? Yeah, for real? And then sometimes they're like, no, absolutely not. And then sometimes they're like, they're into it. Like, oh, my God, I love this spontaneous. I'm going to live. I'm going to live life. So I was like, all right, hey, check it out. I got to ruin a car, which is weird. I don't know why I told her that. I guess I didn't want to pretend it was my car because I, I don't even know what the fuck I even had at the time. Cheetah um, man. If I even had that, I don't think it might be before that. Um, I don't even had a car. So I had to rent a car, and I'm like, "Damn, this is this is very economical." It was like only like a couple hundred bucks. I to rent, rent cars all the time to travel. I love renting cars. Yeah, I never knew. I was like, "Wow!" And it was like really nice, and the windows worked, and the AC and shit. So I'm like, "Damn, I'm feeling pretty confident over here. I feel like a big boy. I feel like a grown ass adult." I'll sure I'll drive an hour to go pick up this fucking scallywag to fucking take her to Tennessee that I've never even met. Okay. How I'm did like, you meet her? Like, how did you know of her through like MySpace or something? Yeah, it was, it was like Facebook or some yeah. shit. We had talked back and forth. I never met her. And uh, fucking goddamn, her fucking I I st- oh I got photos on my phone still. I'll show you. She's she's sexy. Um, but a little like you know, a lot of girls get away with some shit. You know, yeah. They, they're like a little crazy, or they're a little like okay, this is kind of awkward. But g- ladies, if you're listening, which I know all four of you are, there are times that guys will definitely fucking go through some shit mentally and physically. Just to get that pussy, and you're like, oh my god, I hope that she shuts the fuck shit, up. Yeah. yeah, and you're just like, okay, hey, here's your sandwich. Okay, you're good. Okay, all right, we're good. All right, let's go. Come on, let's go. So, I'm I'm like calling her. I'm like, hey, I'll come get you right now. I don't even know where the fuck I'm going. I didn't even like, you know, GPS this yet. And uh, so I, I I find out where she lives. And I had to wind up going like 45 minutes out of the way. She sends me an address. And you ever like you go on your way to someone's house and you call them. They don't pick up and then they text you. You're like, what the fuck is going yeah. on? This is like really weird. So I'm like, yo, I'm about to show up with this girl that I talked to. I've never fucking met. I think she's down because, you know, every no guy wants to go on a little fucking little vacation, a little trip without like knowing that at least he has a chance. Yeah. We can all handle... Like, hey, I'm going to go, but, you know, like, you, you want to know from the rip. Like, I'm definitely not going to fuck her. It's not going to happen. But you, you want to know that there could be a chance. And right. According to prior conversations, I definitely felt like there was a strong possibility it could happen. So I was like, all right, bet. Let's do this. So, and at the time, it's 10 in the morning. I got to leave. I got 12-hour drive ahead of me in this fucking new rental car. It's very fast, by the way, and beautiful. It's probably the longest I ever drove without falling asleep. I drove, like, 12 hours straight. I was real proud of myself. I want to pat myself on the back, but I can't reach it. Oh, big boy. Anyways, um, so I, I go to this girl's house early fucking Saturday morning. 
early, early morning. And uh, I'm driving around, and I'm looking at the GPS and everything. And I look, and uh, it's like, oh, you are five minutes away or whatever. I'm like, okay, cool, cool. I'm, I'm in the right neighborhood. And um, I pull up the neighborhood. It's like a nice neighborhood. I'm like, oh, shit, okay. All right, all right, cool, cool. So maybe maybe this is going to be worth the trip. I'm like, all right, maybe she, this, this girl's not living in some fucking like roach motel or some shit. You, cause I've, I've been in some situations, you know, you never know. And uh, next thing you know, uh, I press the number in to get to the gate and I hear some guy. I'm like, who's this? And uh, she's, I, I hear like, who's this? I was like, oh, it's Mike. I'm here to get da da da. And then they're like, uh, who? And it's like really awkward. There's like a car behind me. I'm like, oh God, here we go. About to fucking get caught up in some bullshit over here. Going to go pick up this fucking scallywag and her boyfriend's at the house. All this shit. I don't fucking know. I just sit there and all of a sudden I hear them like yelling like to each other in the background. Like on the phone. Like do the little speaker box thing. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, oh man. I'm like, I'm about to make this drive all by myself. This is And awkward. you drove this hour all the way there. Yeah, so I'm already like gone out of the way. And... um the gate opens up. I was like, okay. And I just followed in. I pull in this driveway. And I remember the driveway being kind of on an incline. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, all right, this is like, I'm starting to like get a little fucking, you know, a little freaked out. I don't, I don't have a gun on me. I'm like, oh my God, what, what am I walking into right now? Obviously, I was hard up for some fucking companionship that weekend because I was like, hey, you want to fucking come to Tennessee with me? It was last minute shit. Never met this person. No, nothing. I pull in the driveway, and uh, I hear more yelling. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then I hear, like, I see the door open, like this glass-like door. I see it, and I see, like, a silhouette of someone. I can't tell who it is or if it's a guy or a girl. And then I see the door slam. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm giving up. So I'm going to start uh putting it in reverse slowly like you ever know like when you're about to leave somewhere like okay are they coming out or what i'm like all right i'm done with this this is like i just wasted some time now i'm really going by myself what the fuck i'm pissed have you ever been also in the other way where you're supposed to get somebody you don't really want them to come and you're like cool cool they're not answering they're not out and you're pulling away slowly and then you see the door open you're like like, motherfucker yes exactly and that's exactly what fucking happened as I'm awkwardly pulling out slowly out of this girl's driveway, uh, she comes out. And then when when people, like, when I meet people for the first time and they don't do the whole, hey, how you doing, shake my hand or hug them or introduce yourself, I'm like, that instantly makes me fucking hella awkward. And I'm a like, scally with problems hops right in the car. And they're like, let's get out of here right now. Well, yeah, that's exactly what happened. So, but check this. She gets in. She, like, slams the door. Of the car I'm in. And I'm thinking, like, this bitch doesn't know this is a fucking rental. This bitch better slow the fuck down. So I'm like, all right, I'm ready to pull the I'm, I'm ready to pull the ejection button. I'm like, nah, this is not worth it. I do not want to travel with this person. I do not know 12 fucking hours in this car. This is, this is, this is like gonna, I can just, I just smell, this is gonna be an appetite for disaster. And, uh, she goes, hey, sorry, nice to meet you. My fucking, boyfriend is not happy about this <laughs> and i'm like what your boyfriend i was like oh well hey if you need to stay that's cool i was like already trying to talk her out of going yeah. like yeah no it's cool it's cool she's like no no it's cool and she has like a duffel bag 
with her. I'm like, oh, so okay, are we going? And then I'm like, and it's if I was like less of a person, I'd be like, all right, cool, all right, we're good to go, all right, see you later, let's go. But I'm like, hey, are you like sure? Is everything fine? Like, I like, are you yeah. good? And, I'm, and then like, normally when I'm honest with them and I'm just start kind of calling them out, like, yo, I I like heard like all this like domestic violence situation going on like are you good like i was like actually trying to be a friend of the boy i was like hey you good you good you can call yeah what's going on here yeah she's like nothing i'm sorry um listen i'm really excited i've never been to tennessee did it i'm like oh cool all right so uh all right you ready she's like yeah we just gotta um yeah uh can you do me i need to go get i have something else to get i'm like what do you what are you gonna get i'm like all right what the fuck is this bitch like i'm looking at her arms and yeah shit, man she's trying to get, yeah, try get some dope yeah i'm like uh what's what the fuck's going on so uh she goes no it's just around the corner oh dope dope she dope. drives me like two blocks over oh i'm driving but she kind of tells me then uh she pulls up to this other house where I'm like, oh, God, what's happening? What's going to happen next? Yeah, I'm why are we going like, to a second location? Yeah, I'm like, yo, we're supposed to be like, I don't even know who you are. Like, this wasn't in the fucking agreement here. You know, I just wanted to fuck and try to go have fun. I'm not trying to deal with all this bullshit. I'm already, like, already over it. And uh, just hold on. I'll be right back. I'm like, at this point, I have that that decision in my mind. Like, do I leave this fucking scallywag? Yeah. At this other location. Yeah, bounce. She's safe. Just get out of here. So I but say. The dick, the dick started talking, didn't it? No, because it was early. I was like, I'm not a, I'm not a day fucker. I like, I like fucking at night. So I'm sitting there like, man, I don't know, man. I don't know. So I started like, all right, fuck this. Now leave this bitch here. I started backing up. Right as I started backing up, I'm, I backed all the way up and I start to turn it to go straight. I see the door open. We make eye contact. <laughs> There's a fucking baby in a fucking um what are the, what's the thing called like a, a fucking car carrier ba- a car carrier and there's a baby in there. And I'm like, "Oh my god." I'm hoping and here's the other thing. The car was brand new, so I wasn't very very fast at maneuvering how to get into fucking park and f- first or I was like, all right, this is, I don't want to fuck up this brand new technology. It felt like a spaceship. I was never been in a car that it was current to that year. I was so excited. I'm like, damn, what a brand new car. Holy shit. Smelt good. So I'm like a little confused. And she caught me slipping and we made eye contact. And she was already halfway down the driveway <laughs> before I actually started pulling away. So here she rolls up. It's like 9 a.m., 10 a.m. And uh, there's a baby in a fucking. Uh, a, a car a, what, carrier, a car yeah. carrier, and it's screaming its fucking car brains seat, car out. Seat, that's yeah, it. it's like one of those little. But you carry it everywhere. You got little, you hang yeah. it, and then you can fold yeah, it's, it up. Yeah, it's got a little fucking little fucking cup canopy shit over it. Yeah. yeah, like the stork fucking drags it in and yeah. drops it off your door. So, next thing you know, I'm with this girl. So wait, she's bringing this baby on this trip? Listen, bro, this girl fucking like damn near jumps back into the car, and was like. Hey, all right. Um, so where are we going again? I go uh, Tennessee. We're going to Tennessee. She's like, Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, I'm really excited. And then I think this is the point where she's about to try me. Is she like trying to take this goddamn fucking baby with me to a white rapper convention in fucking Memphis, Tennessee, with fucking Ritz and Jelly Roll and Yellow Wolf and Haystack. Little White Haystack? Yes, that's the dude who had beef with Eminem. We yes, were trying to figure yes. out. Yes. 
He was like, all right, what up, Mike? You're a fucking legend. That goes later in the story. Caskey was there. It was like ridiculous. This whole fucking thing. Anyways. For, for those of you guys who realized we, we yelled Haystack earlier, we were trying to figure out who else uh, was at this white rapper convention. Yeah. Haystack. It wasn't a real convention. It was like a show. And it was whoever booked it literally just picked every fight, favorite white rapper of theirs. And then they had me host it. And uh, So she's got this baby, though, in the car. Yeah. What's this baby's the deal? Like, this baby's like... I would say at least a, at least eight months old. It's 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 fresh baby. It don't got a full set of hair. Fresh baby. It definitely got the soft skin. Like it looks like raw, a uncut baby. Yeah, like the baby hasn't a, hasn't fucking chose his gender yet or something. You know? <laughs> it looks like a Gerber baby commercial fucking coming out. And I'm like, D- I don't want to get laid this bad. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way you're gonna get laid with this baby. Around. So I'm like, so uh, are you ready to go? She's like. Yeah, I'm ready to go. I was like, oh, so what's up with uh, the, the, baby. the baby? It's like, oh, the baby. Yeah, that's that's my son. I'm like, yeah, so. Uh, we don't got a ticket for him. I was like, <laughs> I don't know if I can get him backstage. You know, I'm like already like. like <laughs> I don't know if I can get him back. I'm is already it, like thinking of some shit like, is yo. Is it a girl or a boy? Because they're real strict on dudes. Yeah, you no know? dudes. And that includes babies, bro. Yeah, baby dudes are the worst because their dick's going to be out instantly. Yeah, so I was like instantly thrown off. Never met her. And I'm like, don't want to be. How rude. was she looking that morning, though? She was, she was looking fine. Like yeah, I could a, tell, she was a little, little rough. I could right, tell. Right. I was like, all right, this is definitely the girl I was talking to. You know, like I haven't met her, so yeah. I don't know. I'm like, okay, hopefully she cleans up a little bit better. The next truck stop we stop. How at. was the baby looking? Like the baby looking like he's partied all night. I, was, I wasn't, I wasn't impressed with the baby. To be it honest, wasn't an impressive baby. Wasn't fucking impressed. Like, so what did she say though? What did she say? She was basically trying to like talk me into like, yo. It's cool. The baby can just like chill at the hotel. Dude, we could le- she was gonna leave the baby in the hotel Bro, while you guys were this out. Is, this was like I don't. <laughs> I hope you to God gonna, this, this girl back. does still follow me. I don't know what I know. Don't she worry. She, she I think it's just uh, Facebook, so it's cool. Yeah, don't, trust me on this, man. She doesn't have that baby anymore. <laughs> you yeah. know whether whether that baby isn't around or the state's raising it, that baby's yeah. not gonna hear this. <laughs> so. This girl is like dead ass, like thinking like it's no biggie. It's like yo, the baby's coming with us to Tennessee. Do you think she's just gonna leave that baby in that car seat while you guys were partying all night in the hotel? Bro, I was like, I was like, what? Like, what is going on? Like, I, it was, it, it, it made me have flashbacks one time because uh, there was this girl in my youth group that had a baby, and I remember she came over. She she drove. She had a car. You know, when you get pregnant, I guess you gotta like grow up real fast and shit. So, <laughs> yeah, once you get pregnant, it's like smoke cigarettes, have a job. You're not a kid anymore. Yeah. So she was like coming to my house after youth group. And my dad had the whole like, so what's your intentions with my son talk? Did it right in front of me. I was like, oh. Damn, your dad was cock blocking? Cock blocking the shit. I my mean, dad, she's got a baby. She lets people come in her. No, he was like, listen, this girl has a whole life you're not prepared for. This is not your responsibility. And And at this time, I had just found out he wasn't my real father. I was like fresh off the foster home uh, fucking vacation so i'm like thinking like yo this this what like like papa were- we ain't all captain Savos like yeah. you i'm just fucking trying to get some stank finger yeah so uh anyways back to the baby uh there was a very awkward <laughs> probably three minutes but it felt like 25 minutes in my mind if i reflect on it that i'm in this bitch's driveway at nine in the morning with her fucking baby, just picked the, up from house one. This is the worst part, too. 
when shitty human beings have an answer for everything. You're like, well, there's no way we could take this baby. She's like, no, no, man. I give him a little Benadryl. He passes right out. You're like, why? Because you don't know how to just be like, this I got to tell you. This before is- Casey Anthony came around, because I'm like, is she, uh, like, I didn't know if she was going to throw this oh, baby Mike, in the storage unit or something. Do you know how shitty it would be, too, if that baby was just crying in your hotel room and finally management just came in there and you came back and there was just DCF agents and everybody there. Oh, yeah, I would have caught a case. You'd have caught a mad case. And, and you're like, all I wanted to do was catch some head from a scally on the way to the right rapper convention yeah. and now i'm like could they charge you with, with child i think no i think it's so, not bro. your kid i don't know but i'm I, just I wasn't trying to trying fuck to find officer out. yeah i wasn't trying to find out and i was in a i was in a neighborhood i didn't know where i was i was like this is a nice that baby was gonna get a face tat if it went to that show too oh yeah this this uh, hey dude i like tatting babies because their skin's so fresh the ink yeah. really comes I in i feel nice. like i should find this girl and, I feel uh, like you should find this baby. I want to talk to the baby. It's probably grown. It's probably at least 10, 12 years old now. I don't even know. Yeah, but, uh, but, but don't worry. Like, hey, remember that time I gave you a uh, car ride to Tennessee? Or I'm gonna, a rapper convention? I'm going to say this, Mike. Best case scenario, the baby's 10, 12 years old. Yeah. Most likely scenario, the baby had a good three-year run. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's in a home right now. and it doesn't Oh, that's the best, best case scenario. Yeah. Best, best case scenario, the state took that baby and it's fighting other babies in an orphanage. But that's the best life it ever could have lived. Yeah. So, wait, so what happened, though? Did you just drop her off? Did you take her with no, you? No, it was so fucking awkward. I had you to took like, the baby? No, I had to be like, hey, um... So, I had to, like, flat out ask her, like, yo, so you trying to, like, take your kid with you? And then she was like, like yeah, you know, it's, it's a fine. And then it was like that... You know when someone asks you a question, it's like tick, tick, yeah. tick. You're like, oh shit! It's like I felt like I was at the final, uh, final fucking part of Jeopardy, and it was everything was slow mo, and I'm sweating. I'm like trying to call a friend to find. I'm like looking for an excuse. I'm like, yo, sniffing my armpit. I'm like, yeah. you baby have a peanut allergy because it's giving me a lot of peanuts at the show. Yeah, I'm like thinking of anything because I'm trying to be polite. I'm trying to cock block myself, but I'm trying to be like, go. I've, See, I've never the, had a that, baby involved in a situation. That's the dumbest thing we do. We're trying to be polite and not because we still think there's a chance, but she's got a goddamn baby in there. Like, yeah. like we should just write this one off. I like I don't know who would just show up on a blind date at nine. That's in the going morning to Tennessee. That you've already picked her up from her house in a very sketchy situation. Yeah, and why was the baby at another house? Why couldn't it just? Stay I don't there? know, Miguel. I didn't, I didn't have time to ask these questions. <laughs> I feel like I picked up a hitchhiker, and the hitchhiker took me to another location. And I picked up a baby, and the next you day the baby. You a baby hitchhiker. Yeah, I might have kidnapped the baby for at least thirty minutes. Yeah, did you I even? I'm a, not for did sure. you ever even ask her if it was her baby? I think I think I pretty much got the vibe that it was hers. <laughs> I might have seen it on a Facebook post every now and then. I don't know. However, I was definitely like She's very like, uncomfortable. No, we're not taking this baby. I'm gonna trade this baby for some cash. Yeah. So uh, you know, granted, like I'm broke as shit. I had just spent like probably my last like hundred bucks on renting this fucking Ford Fusion, and I'm excited about driving this. And I'm, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And I didn't have bad ass sleep apnea at the time. Yeah. I, could, I could at least drive for a couple hours while dying and falling asleep. But uh, I uh, so what I, happens with the baby? I just sit there kind of awkwardly, and her phone rings. She goes, "Where the fuck are you?" And it's her like dad. <laughs> and then she gets out of the car. And I hate when someone fucking slams the door. It's not even my car. She slams the door. I'm like, don't you. Oh, you. And you can't even take off because there's a baby in the back seat. Yeah, so now I'm like trafficking a baby in a, in a cul-de-sac <laughs> of this, of this $250,000 fucking home range, nice neighbor, gated community. It's 9 in the morning. I'm trying to go fucking see my homie's fucking rap show in Tennessee that I'm hosting. And uh, I'm, I'm sitting here. And the baby's in the car, in the front, 
and she's out of the car yelling at someone and on the I bet phone. you the baby's quiet as fuck because it's just used to all this shit yeah, it was just chilling. And it's I, always sad when you see like a dramatic shit's going on and a baby's just chill because it's like just another Monday. Well, I kind of I, I, wonder I, if I'm gonna eat today. I kind of looked down at the baby and I was like, "Damn, man, this sucks for you." You bro. ain't never. This is the best day. The best moment of your life was the moment when you were alone with me in a car because this is the closest you were to somebody who wasn't gonna fuck you over. You, you know, we always have these moments in life where we're like, "All right, here it is. It's it's that fuck. You hear that Eminem song like." You got one shot. <laughs> what are you going to do? You're going to take this goddamn baby to Tennessee and fuck, hopefully? Or B, are you going to fucking get this baby the fuck out of your car? And as I got all fired up, I'm like getting ready to fucking say, get this goddamn baby the fuck out of here. I don't know you. I can't do this. It's too much. Too fast. She goes, Oh, good news. My dad's going to take the take my baby. You're like, okay. Because, I mean, if you wanted to bring the baby, I would have been so down. I was, exactly. I was like. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's great. That works out great. That's great. Uh, oh, cool. man, the baby's going to miss Haystack. So <laughs> I, drove, I drove another 30 more minutes into a direction <laughs> I had no idea. Take this baby and this girl to a whole other fucking house. You went to three properties. Yes, to pick up one scallywag and a baby. <laughs> I was just trying to fuck. I was like, yo, you know, fucking like. It's a long drive, you know. I I don't I'm I don't want to show with a bunch of fucking dudes because I had homies like meeting me there and shit. Dude, how would have the homies' faces been if you showed up holding a fucking bassinet with a fucking scally baby that uh, didn't even flinch at a concert because this wasn't the loudest place it's ever been? So she was Miley, Miley, definitely fucking hella fucking aggravating, and uh, she was hot though. She was hot. I remember having big-ass fucking titties, and she was kind of like... Were they too big, or were they good? No, they were perfect. They were, like, perfectly naturally big. I don't think they were fake. I I don't think she could afford to feed a baby. There's no such thing as fake titties, Mike. If they're tangible, they're real. Yeah. So we're fucking uh, driving. We're making a great time. We get there. I remember we stayed at some really shitty hotel that had a guitar-shaped pool, and... uh, yeah, and that was my fucking weekend. Hold up, but what was she like all weekend? She was, um, well, it was one of those things to where, um, you know, when you're on, like, a situation like that, and you're like, okay, do I wait to fuck at the end of this whole situation? Oh, after I- this ordeal, I would have stopped at a truck stop to fuck. So that's what I kind of did, but it was it was a fireworks stand. <laughs> uh, South right- Carolina? Yeah, it, no, <laughs> no, it was South Carolina. It was, oh. like, it was somewhere, like, it was somewhere near Tennessee. It was a fireworks stand. Uh, like bathroom. How'd you how'd you how'd you how'd you approach it to her? Did you just basically be like bitch you owe? No, because I was like, she. I kind of was like warming up. Like, all right, she's cool, whatever. Okay, the goddamn baby's out of here. <laughs> the all mood right. the mood was set once the baby was gone. But like, I remember when it happened, I was immediately over it, and then I was just like, was uh, she good? Was it a good fuck? Yeah, yeah, it was great. Yeah, are you waiting? You got she's almost yeah, no, the, my, she's my almost girl, the door. My girlfriend Courtney walked into the room right to begin this fucking yeah, story. Yeah, it's okay, Mike. The rest of us professionals will just push yeah. through. But no, I did good. You think I did good though? I kept I kept it going. I was like, yeah. So this scallywag. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like throwing the baby in the bus. Yeah, the fucking baby. He added he added eighteen more minutes of detail of the car just to keep fucking talking. Yeah, I was like I was stalling. Over here. I think it's it like, had radial tires. Yeah, I want to no, say it was. Uh, <laughs> I wish we had a camera. It was showing. I, I wish you guys would have seen because I watched his face the minute he sat down. He was like. And this story now had more details of the cul-de-sac and the baby oh, yeah, than that it would have had. I was like, yo, that grass is really fucking nice. Because <laughs> I don't like pussy. throwing in her face. You know, we'd be fucking hoes together and shit. You dig? You know, hit me up if you brought that life, baby. You know, 
what I'm talking about. But uh, I mean, like, hey, this I don't is for think the, members, the, bro. the podcast, podcast room isn't, isn't a room for fucking significant others. This is like Mm-mm. where I, I can be, especially when I'm talking about fucking uh, fucking scallywags with babies and shit. Like, you need to sit this story out. You can so come I, back in ten more minutes. How did you How did you lay the seduction down for the fireworks stand though? Oh uh, no, she was like kind of rubbing on me, and like I think she kind of was like jerking me. Yeah, and and uh, she was babyless for the first time yeah. in months. Oh no! Oh my god! It's were you there, bro? She was like, I swear to God. She's like, oh, this is like the first time in a long time I got to get away no, from the like, goddamn baby. I, I have experience with horrible mother scallywags, too. Yes. And once you get that baby, like, if you can, if you, oh, man, this is fun. Half, halfway to Tennessee, I found myself defending the baby. I was like, is the baby that bad? Come on, baby. I, mean, <laughs> I was like, come on, you're his mom, you know, fucking chill out, you know, relax. I had a girl tell me one time, she's like, I want to see you so bad, but there's there's God no damn she's like, baby. She's like, I can't get away from my baby. And I was like, this is the truth. I go, what, what, what's it? I was like, what does it cost for a sitter? <laughs> and she goes straight up. She's like, if, if my mom's friend watches the baby, she's like, it's like X amount. She's like, but there's this young girl. She's like, and she's kind of a bad sitter, but I've used her a couple times. I was like, what does she cost? And she's like, she'll do it for like 20 bucks. And I was like, I'll pay for the bad sitter. <laughs> and we took the baby. I'll double that. I'll make, you know, it, make it 40. I picked the girl up. She rode the baby. <laughs> we dropped it off at the house. The house was deep off in Holden Ave in the trap. And oh there was just God. people outside. And there was like 30 people just sitting outside on like cars watching everything. She was like, I hate taking my kid here and i was like you just walk the fucking kid upstairs like <laughs> bro listen i feel like me and you and many other men across this country were responsible for some form of child abuse when it involved a single mom <laughs> yo. like yo we're just gonna drop this goddamn baby off like because here's the deal i don't have a kid i have pugs and employees and and friends with fucking way hypersensitive emotions but i i'd like to think that if i did have a kid that motherfucker getting away on us a few yeah. things, you know what I'm saying? You know, I'd be like, ah, oh, fuck, God, the damn this fucking baby. I was just fucking this girl, no lie, like two weeks ago or so, and like, she's like, you can come by in the mornings, but you gotta sneak in because my kids are playing, or you know, oh. you can wait for night. And I was like, I want one on the way to work, so I would literally run <laughs> I'd run up the stairs oh. into her place. She'd block the door. I'd go into her room. We'd fuck. And then I would leave, and it was fun. You had to straddle cool. out the fucking uh, the window on a rope ladder she made. But I just hear the kids playing in the other room, and I'm like, she has a fucking AC repairman fucking uniform for you to change into. Yeah, it's me. And a, a, a bag of tools. Like, I'm hey, son, not just repairing your mom's AC. Just ex- exhausted. Like, yeah, I'm just here to work on the fridge. Oh fuck! Is there a Gatorade in there? You know what the thing is though, too though. Like honestly, I feel bad because. That's how these moms that you know they're raising these kids and they're just trying to get a little dick and have a good time. Yeah, because like we, we a lot of people think when you have a baby that's the end of your life and, no. and normally it is. Yeah, I mean normally it fucking and is. And and like this girl, this girl that I went and saw, she's not a bad mom. She just has no fucking time. Yeah. She has no fucking time. You know, she's like, if you want to come by, I mean, those motherfuckers, you, you turn your back on them two seconds, they drown. You know, they're they're like really fucking like really, they take a lot of responsibility. And then everybody's blaming you because you wanted to get some dick and you got a blue baby. Wow, my baby drowned. Oh. I, I was just trying to, I was trying to catch some head. You yeah, know what I'm saying? it happens. I, mean, I thought all babies could be born swimming. You know, mommy like, heads needs too. Yeah, man, your baby's lazy. Yeah. If your baby drowns, your baby's lazy because all babies can swim. Yeah, you don't know? have a job that has no responsibility. Nothing else. Just learn to float. It's hey, all fat. Flip hey, fucker, nine over. months you were floating in my fucking yeah. womb. Get together, kid. Now I got to get a pool gate because my baby's all exploratory? No. Yeah, that's how you weed out the fucking weak babies. Yeah, I tell you what, helmets, bike helmets. Yeah. Bike helmets have destroyed America. Because before bike helmets, if you didn't pay attention, you didn't make it to the third grade. 
You know, but now we got bike helmets and everyone lives and it's bullshit. I feel like there's more childhood deaths with all this extra safety precaution shit like airbags. Like, I remember the first time I was in a car, like, yo, my fucking dad got this car. It's got airbags. Like, airbags? What the fuck is that? Dude, I remember when cars had lap seat belts. It just went across your lap in the front. (laughs) You know, it's like you would just jerk and smash your head in because it just went across the front. I remember... When I, and this, I don't think it was legal then, but I remember like my aunt, uh, she would strap herself and the baby in with one seatbelt without a fucking, uh, without a car seat. I'm so glad <laughs> it's not live right now because Courtney would totally be in the room right now listening, getting angry as fuck. Well, Courtney was that baby. Like yeah. Courtney girl, Courtney's mom was the one. Oh who my was god, like, maybe Courtney was the fucking baby. Courtney was the baby. It all comes full oh circle. Oh my god, your girlfriend was the baby that was left in the car. Wow. And you know that that Scally was the kind of Scally who knew exactly when it's too hot to leave a baby in the car. Like she whipped out a little thermometer and she's like, "Oh, Mike, we got to move quick. I know this so thing's gonna out. fucking blister." So we we're fucking in this like shitty Days Inn hotel. Had a really nice pool to shave up a guitar. Oh, Mike, I hear Courtney coming. You want to switch stories? Oh yeah, yeah. So I was, uh, I was at this fucking. Uh, <laughs> I was this, at the Azalea Festival. Yeah, fucking. Uh, uh, <laughs> I remember fucking this girl in the hallway of the hotel. The like, same ne- girl? Yeah, next yeah. to the ice machine. He, I still got videos on my phone somewhere. One of my phones, and. uh just great fucking time, but I had fucked her too soon, and I kind of like, you know when you fuck a girl, and you're like, oh, well, I got that out of my system. Yeah, now you're like, I still have a whole weekend with her? You're like, fuck, I got to entertain her mm-hmm. and talk to her, this, that, and then I'm like, I'm like trying to like pawn her off on one of the homies, because my homies were like, yo, what's up with your girl? Like, I got some of my friends, I won't name them, but they were like, what's up with girl there? I was like, oh, yeah, you know, you know, fuck the homies camp, no, you know what I'm talking about? I was all like... Like, yo, yo, she's cool, bro. And I can tell, you ever put a girl to the test? Like, yeah, 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 you know, whatever. You know, she ain't my girl. Yeah. And then that's that moment that girl you just hang out with gets that, like, that silent opportunity test that you're up, she's up to a test. You're about to see, like, all right, so is this bitch the one or what? You just met her. You just met her baby, but, but whatever. The- <laughs> but you're, you're like, hey, is this bitch the one? Let me see what she does. One of my homies try to slide game. And a lot of times they'll, they'll slide game and then they'll be like, oh, my God, I totally upgraded from Mike Busey to this other But they still guy. think they're getting a ride home with you. That's the yeah. problem. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, no, that, 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 uh, that coupon just expired, baby. <laughs> yeah. You had to get into another Ford Fusion because this one ain't going <laughs> back with you if you fucking don't run to the homies. But I'm I not have jealous. a baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're going to have to fucking ET phone home, baby. That baby, you know what I'm talking about? Like, I, the, we've, when, I, when I'm first talking to a chick, and I know this is fucked up and, and sick in the head. But and and I know this is gonna resonate a chord in you and every, and this is gonna hit a, a nerve and everyone who's listening to this. Every guy, when you first start talking to a girl, you're not officially boyfriend or girlfriend. I don't know how you do it. I don't know. Yeah. That's between you and the Lord. Okay. I don't know where this conversation comes up in the relationship. Is it official relationship when it comes up? Is it some of y'all motherfuckers the first night before you fuck or right after you fuck or whatever? But every guy. As much as he doesn't want to know, he wants to know how many dicks do you have under your fucking belt. I will actually tell you that I never want to know. Really? Never want to wow. know. Wow. Because if this wow. all, the, all the numbers going to do Earth is shattering. Yeah, all the numbers going to do is make me judge. Yeah, of course. And I don't want it. I'd rather just you know, skip it. Okay, as I got older, Miguel, I, I didn't want to know, but. I want to know. I don't need an exact dick count, but I want to know a range. I, are you under 10? Are you 20 and under? I don't want to know. Are you under 50? Are you over 50? 
Are you 50 to 100? And are you 100 above? If you're over 100, I don't even want to know. I'm going to block it out. Go, no, 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 no. Please don't tell me. But I'll tell you this. I might not remember your name. I'm not remember how I met you. But if you tell me in the very beginning, which I always try to like, hey, you know, how many dicks you got? Like, I don't like just come out and say, so what's your kill count? I mean, maybe a couple times if you have. But when I find that out, I won't remember your name a year from here. But I'll randomly say, hey, you know, how many dicks you got? And I'm like, just waiting. I'm like, I'm just waiting. Like, all right, bitch, here's your chance. TikTok, motherfucker, what's it going to be? You told me 20 and under. And they're like, oh, like 40 or something. I'm like, oh, 40. I was like, damn. And you don't, can't do it right away. You do it. This is all happening in your mind and your heart because you're sensitive. You're like, this bitch lied to me. She told me her dick count was under 20. You now it's over 50. And then you, then when you know she lied, they could be a past 100, so ain't no telling. But we're all hypocritical because guys be fucking everything. And there is a there is a there is a fucking biological fucking uh, uh, fucking uh, excuse for it, you know, because it's a dick going into a vagina, but a vagina is like a it's like a nest. It's harboring and f- it's infesting. <laughs> it is holding uh, genitals. It's a it's a genitalia wallet. Okay, the dick is a dollar bill. The dollar bill is free agent. He just floats around. No one judges dollar bill. But if you look in that, in that fucking meat wallet and that bitch had way too many dollar bills in there, you're like, ah, I don't know. You know what? You know what's one with me is you heard like uh, I'm with a girl. I like a girl. I know she got passed. Whatever, man. I got a pass too. And I know that like I ha- I had a girl that I liked that we would see each other. And I know that she had wild out with like a couple dudes that I know that weren't like the homies, but I know them. And I and I know that like me and her are now seeing each other and she wild out with these dudes when she was young, like when she was like 18, 19. Now she's like in her late twenties and thirties. So I you know, whatever, man. You wild out. I wild out too. But you gotta see these dudes somewhere with her and they you know they're seeing you with her. And you know in their head they're like, Oh my god, this motherfucker dating this girl. I remember me and the homie, blah, blah, blah. And I catch myself straight like gangster checking them like i don't i don't i'm not i'm not i'm not friendly when i meet them even though i know them because in my shit i don't want to like i know i know what these guys are thinking i know what the judgment is That's and her. i want to okay i want to fucking uh i want to make sure like I, I basically know that they're thinking in their head like uh uh oh my god this dude's fucking like seeing this girl now and i'm basically like when i talk sometimes you gotta let me talk Fucking Jesus Christ! He's I didn't say anything. He's literally showing me pictures, trying to get me. Hey, I didn't you, say anything. What you guys don't know is we make fun of this. I didn't Mike. say anything. Mike has this thing called fucking. Uh, he's like narcissistic conversation disorder, where every time anyone's talking, all Mike's doing is waiting for a moment to do his thing. I didn't say anything. You're literally showing me this thing while I'm talking and showing the camera. <laughs> I'm just showing you. T- I just showed you. T- I didn't say. Did I? Did I say anything? No. I didn't say anything. I feel attacked. <laughs> I just showing you the girl. I found her on my phone. I was showing you. I want. I want the viewers that are watching that they're members and they get to watch it. They see the titties. See them. They're nice, right? I didn't say anything, Miguel. Mike, just go finish. No, I'm just talking. I'm. I'm listening. It's important. What were you? What was I saying? I don't know. I was looking, <laughs> I was looking for titties on my phone. <sighs> Hey, when we look at the podcast, though, this is the favorite thing me and Steven do. We look at the podcast, and you see the wavelengths of conversation, <laughs> and you see that Mike's got on for an hour and 45 minutes, and you'll see a little wavelength of mine come up, and then it just disappears. <laughs> I didn't say nothing. I, I was letting you say whatever you wanted. <laughs> I'll let you talk the rest of the podcast, Miguel. I'm going to finish the podcast. We're actually coming up to the time. Let's, let's end it.
I didn't like this episode. I like. You didn't go like back it? to season one. No, this is good, Mike. This is. Good. I didn't feel. I wasn't. I wasn't feeling. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't as good as the the last four or five That's episodes. A horrible there. way to end your own podcast. <laughs> I'm just honest. I like. I like the. I like the fucking first season better. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go back to first season. You stay in season two. I, I'm not feeling season two. You forced uh, me into this. You're like, we gotta change it, Mike. We didn't change. I feel peer pressure anything. into season two. We literally just said it had a different number on it. I fucked up my vibe. I didn't like it. We'll bring it back. Season one. <laughs> what episode is this? You want to skip to season three? Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just. A there prequel. was no season two. There was one episode on season two, and then the rest of it is like this. Like, season two was where I don't talk and you talk the whole the whole the whole uh, podcast. I don't say nothing. That was when we were drunk. When we were drunk, it was like I looked at the wavelengths on that one, and I was talking forever, and then uh, and it, I don't know what we were talking about. I don't go watch any of them or listen to any of the podcasts. I have like. Maybe listen to like ten minutes of accumulatively uh, the podcast. That's it. I I won't I won't I won't I don't want to go listen to them. I don't like to listen to them. I don't want to watch them. I just watch the test to make sure the quality is good, and then uh, hopefully you and Chris have edited the highlight from the last episodes. And then I like all right, cool, that's great, and that that's it. Once I talk about it and it's done, I don't want I don't want to talk about it. Like even though I'll talk about it because I forget I talked about it every episode. Which that part's probably fucking me up the most is where to go with talk about what because we still don't really have a format to this show. So I feel like we're in like podcast compurgatory to where like where are we going with this? I don't know. It's still a very organic, very uh, new thing. Are we going to have guests? Because we could definitely put some fucking people over here and talk about shit. We could... We could phone it in. We could have fucking whoever we want to talk to, famous person or this or that person. I have a lot of ideas. I just don't know what to do. I'm still, I still just don't know what the fuck we're doing with this. We don't have, we have no notes. We'll randomly just talk about something and we'll just go. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't like this episode. <laughs> fucking Christ. <laughs> I like the other, I like last season better. <laughs> <laughs> way to way, way to end it on a high note, hey, Mike. You always say end it, end it on a positive. End it on a positive note, Mike. Come up with some bullshit, like fucking go back to looking at titties and shit. The, the that, best? No, I was. I, I didn't say nothing, Miguel. I was no, just no, no. showing. I was the saying titties. go back to looking at titties. It'll make you positive. You attacked me, Miguel. You killed my vibe. <laughs> I was finding find titties to show them. I was trying to show everyone in the room the titties. We just talked about the baby, the baby fucking lady, <laughs> the baby fucking lady. And then, and then I, I just kept my mouth shut. I didn't say nothing. And you said, shut up. And you attacked me. I, don't, I, don't I like never it. said shut up. <laughs> you, you freaked out on me, Miguel. We'll, we'll rewind the tape. We got it on, we got it on camera. We, we, you lost, you lost me. I, I fucking, I lost the emotion into this. <laughs> it's the last podcast episode I'm doing. I, I quit. <laughs> this is the last one. I quit my show. I'm done. <laughs> I'm sensitive, Miguel. I'm sensitive, Sally. Where, where was that picture from that you showed us, though? Is that from back then? Or I that started recently? typing in what I remember her name was, and after a couple of times, it came up, and I was like, oh, my God, this is it. And I scrolled through, like, the the attached images, and I was like, oh, my God, there's a video. And then So uh, is that from then? No. She had, like, hit me up, I think maybe, like, a year or two ago, like, hey, what's up? Da, da, da. And then we hung out a couple of times after that. I took her to Jacob's house. Uh, Did you ever have a baby encounter with her again? Well, no. She tried to. She wanted me to get her pregnant, and uh, Jacob's wife Malou. No matter how many girls I brought to their fucking beautiful mansion, 
they always remember her name and say, hey, why don't you bring blah, blah, blah back? They liked her that much? Yeah, because she was like fun train wreck. And then <laughs> there's this one scenario where she was like drunk and I'm drunk and I'm fucking her in their front yard. And she's like screaming, put a baby in me, put a baby in me. <laughs> and I remember them like Malou just re- repeatedly saying, hey, like literally if I call her right now and I'd be like, who's the first, who's your favorite house guest? They would mention her name. She's cool. Like we're 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 fine. I mean, I don't know where what she's doing in her life right now, but hopefully the baby's still alive. I hope it's good. <laughs> but we have uh, April Fool's Day. We have a comedy showcase that you're hosting with other comics. Yeah, and we have karaoke afterwards, which has been a big hit. Yeah, we did karaoke. This I guess we should. I mean, I know. I'm, I guess we talked about when we were blacked out uh, how great Last Members Weekend was. It was really fucking great. I fucking definitely one of my top four Members Weekends. I definitely enjoyed it. And, and it was kind of like the anniversary of the first members' weekend or something, right? Like that's what they were saying. Uh, you know, we had to go. F- uh, the fact checkers had the weekend off, so we couldn't exactly confirm it. But we believe it was like the the anniversary of the first members' weekend, and it's the first members' weekend of this year since since all this COVID shit happened. So it's I don't want to get all excited and say we're back, but we're fucking back. I mean, we got one coming up in a couple weeks, so I think we're back. Yeah. So April sixteenth, seventeenth, eighteenth, or not April, but March. Yeah, no, April, April sixteenth. I keep getting these two months mixed up. It's because everything's flown by, like kind of right now, you know. I still feel like we're in twenty twenty. I feel like twenty twenty one. It's like a year since COVID and everything. Like I was like since COVID, since it first like really since the lockdown, you know. Yeah, it's uh, it's our it's our first the first uh, members weekend we had last week, and we're about to have another one coming up. So if you remember, come to the fucking members weekend. Make sure you RSVP. Check out the new items we have in the store. We've uh, been fucking working diligently. My fucking ass feels like a fucking rock being in a chair all day with Beatrice. Uh, fucking graphic design, all kinds of cool new designs. Uh, support us however you want to. Maybe you can't, maybe you never come here. Maybe your wife would fucking kill you and drown your baby and fucking go marry a new fucking husband if she find out you ever went here. But uh, go buy some merch from the store. Go support us. Send us a comment. Tell a friend. Even if you don't buy anything, if you don't subscribe to anything, just go tell a friend. If if every one of you were just tell one person, it's like a a, a pyramid, uh, a podcast, like a Ponzi scheme, pyramid, a podcast scheme. pyramid scheme. I need every one of you to tell one friend to go listen to this shit. It's like Amway, the Amway podcast. Hopefully, they don't start off with this episode because this is definitely one of the worst episodes. It's not. You Mike? think so? I'm, yeah, I'm a big no. ju- I'm a big critic. If you ever wonder what I think about at the end of the night, you just told a fucking so harsh amazing story. Really, we were dying laughing about the baby, everything. And okay. you kept it together. And what are you naming story? this episode? Uh, Mike hates it, but I love it. Okay. <laughs> All right. What did y'all think? Uh, one through ten. Give me your honest opinion right now, Stephen and Chris. One through ten. I'm going to text you my number so it doesn't uh, – hold on real quick. I'm going to text Mike my number of what I think this did, podcast was. Did y'all was. talk? Did y'all so, conclude? Nope. So it doesn't affect anyone's judgment, but I'm going to tell you what this podcast was right now. In, in my, hold up. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. So don't if, anything. if you're listening, guys – uh, I know Miguel is, and I know I know I am because I'm 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 confessing it. It's always, always gonna be a fucking constant like, yo, how good was this episode? And you never know what you're gonna get. So if you are listening to this for the first time, go back to episode one and call me in fucking a month when you when you get caught up to the other thirty fucking plus episodes, because I, I promise you. They get really strong around fucking like you know fucking like 
28, 30, and then they, this one just fucking fell apart. But no, it didn't. What do you think, Steven? What, what, what would you rate this? A seven? Chris? Six. Six, see? Okay. And Miguel said a seven and a half is what he was assuming. I don't know. I think that, like, a lot of people follow some garbage-ass shit. So, Ended on a positive. No, no, th- but no, no. I'm saying, <laughs> you ever see someone that you like and you think that they're cool, and then they're like, "Yo, do you follow blah blah blah? I love that shit." I'm like, "What? That shit's horrible." So I think those type of people will definitely enjoy this podcast, even in the worst episode. They're be like, "Wow, that shit's great," because I still think our shit's better than than our worst episode is still better than the best episode any other soft ass motherfuckers fucking come up with. So that's just my honest opinion. So. All right, Miguel, it's your chance to talk. Ended on a high note. You want to send us out on a high note? Go ahead. I wish Milo and Otis was playing right now so I could just get you in a happy place. I'm not even, I'm not even uh, like, upset. I just, I just feel like we disappointed the listeners. I, I wish we could have. I wish I could have. Maybe it was me. Maybe it was all me. Maybe, maybe I could came. Maybe I, maybe I could have done better. I don't know. I don't know. You're just in your feels right now. You did great. You're just, you're just in your feels. Maybe. That's Maybe all. I care too much. I don't know. No, it's not that. It's you're just too critical of and you weren't probably you probably weren't paying attention to what you were saying, so you don't remember how good some of the last parts just were. Well, Chris said it was a six, so yeah. um that's not good. Because I wouldn't listen to something two hours if it was a six. So I, I guess know. we're just gonna end this one with fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe this maybe this is the last episode. I don't know. Stay tuned. If you uh if you enjoy it, let us know. Tell us if you thought this was the worst episode you ever listened to. Or maybe maybe, uh, maybe, maybe it was the best. I don't know. Maybe we should go back to season one, Miguel. You fucking ruined it. You're like the fucking Yoko of the fucking podcast. You just broke up the fucking streak. Yeah. We were going strong. We did like eight good episodes. It was a good run. So thanks for listening, guys. Good night.